Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 84. And today we are talking about No Time to Die, as well as surprise feature, Titan. 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 Which uh, we all wanted to see, and we did not expect to see together. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story. Did, wait, you guys didn't plan on being no, there? We no, did. we, we didn't. Oh, okay. we, we went to dinner. Yeah. I was yeah, I was just pulling in and I was late to too. I was late. I'm like, oh, I'm a little late. And then I just see Kyle walking up and I was like, Is that Kyle? And then I walk in and you guys are both standing there. I was like, Oh, everybody's here. And Palmer. And Palmer. <laughs> and Palmer was there. <laughs> he yep. wanted to see Teton too. Uh He's, no. <laughs> seems no, like I just asked him if he wanted to see him. Appreciator of Hi. <laughs> so he had some interesting thoughts at the or uh when we went to the next we went to a bar after and grabbed one more drink. He had some interesting things to say. Should have uh, recorded some of his thoughts. I know. I told him to. to we could bring him on the show, but he just frees in that saying. <laughs> <laughs> or watched yeah. a different Titan, like Titan somehow. or something. <laughs> Titan AE. Yeah. Now he finds a another movie called uh, Titanium and watches that. Uh, oh, so Titan yeah. Titan AE does spell it too. Mm. Titan A. Titan A. It really does spell the same <laughs> thing. Good uh, catch there. Titan E. Titan A. Titan A. That animated movie. I Remember know, that? but Titan doesn't have an extra Titan. A. It's Titan E. Oh, and that's I true. Guess. Close. You have an close. 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 Wow, that was embarrassing for Kyle. me as well. <laughs> Kyle first, and I just agreed <laughs> with him like an idiot. It'd be Titan. Uh, yeah. Titan A. Yeah, would be. Anyway, close enough. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> Those coming up. Cut that out. Plus a couple other things. I think it's going to be a big, uh, big show today. So, what's new with you guys? Anything? I'm going to Canada. You're going on an international trip. Internet, big international trip. Where are you going? Canada. Canada. Where's where? Canada. Going to Canada. First class. Business class. Business. <laughs> Welcome to MTV Cribs Business Class Edition. <laughs> I think I'll order the filet mignon with mushroom sauce. He said steak with some mushroom sauce. Mushroom sauce. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, but excited about that. Ha- Toronto? Yeah, I haven't. Uh, yeah, the six. Haven't been there in a long time. A couple years. No, it w- has it been a couple years since yeah, then? You got to, yeah. My God! Oh yeah, because COVID yeah. just—I feel like that year Coming never happened. Two years, yeah. twenty twenty didn't happen. Yeah, I always just skipped that year because I didn't do anything. Yeah, I think it was June time. of eighteen or nineteen. Damn. Well, going back to Toronto. Excited about that. So uh, I don't really have much planned yet. Just wanted to go. So I am. That you are. It is. It was two thousand nineteen. Dang. And we are not going to Canada. <laughs> we got better things to do. Yeah, we got Halloween kills oh. to watch. Instead of going to Toronto. Yeah, we're uh, pretty much in the season of bangers, banger after banger. We are out. Oops. Good thing you're not leaving the 22nd because then no, you'd be I w- fucked. It, I would watch it there. Two. I would watch both of them there. <laughs> like, you guys have fun. I'm going with Jessica and Will. Mm. I'd be like, you guys have fun. I'm gonna watch these two movies. Back go to watch back. Dune and Last Night in Soho. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Yeah, they showed both of those trailers back to back. I had a, I was looking at my phone the whole time. I was bound, I've been able to avoid them this entire time. I didn't even I'm, go in. <laughs> I'm literally watching a YouTube video, like right before the show. Oh, that. And yeah. like one came out. I'm like, oh no, skip, 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 skip. Yeah, YouTube and Hulu is is the are the worst of that because mm. you don't expect it to, or you don't know what's coming up. Like a movie theater, you can just not go in until the trailers are over and you know yeah. avoid them. But like Hulu and YouTube, you don't know what. Yeah, luckily it was a five second one, so I just looked and skipped. Yeah. <laughs> like I like knew where it was and just mute and look away. Yeah, <laughs> I just ignored it completely. I just I just yeah. scrolled my phone and like blank blacked it like blanked it out. I this is was my reaction. I didn't hear anything from <laughs> Dune or I last night. I'm not gonna get anything spoiled for me after waiting an extra year <laughs> for this movie. Well, cool. Hopefully. Um, We'll get your thoughts on the following week for those movies. Yeah. The ones coming up, that is. Halloween Kills and uh, Last Duel. Last Duel, too, yeah. Ridley Scott's new. Could be a banger. One of his new flicks this year. Yeah. See. How old is Ridley Scott? <laughs> like, mm, 90s? He's like 90? Just is kidding. he 90? He's ancient. He's close. Yeah. <laughs> he is very I close. I thought he was like 70s. No, he's Hold been on, doing movies. Yeah, I thought he was like 80. Honestly, I was just exaggerating. <laughs> he's 83. Damn, and he's still he was born in putting out thirty-seven bangers. <laughs> he's no Clint Eastwood, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, thank God for that. Scorsese's pretty and he old. has two movies yeah. at. So he has how? Yeah, he has two movies already like in production or wrapping production. He's just he's like, a jobber what, these days. What studio? <laughs> no. What buddy. studio is giving him money? They're like, all right, we're giving you this money. They're like, please don't die. Please don't yeah, die. Does he have his own? Die. He has his own company. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. He's, so he's okay then. He's a producer on all of his films. That's he just right. <laughs> has an infinite money. Because like, think about that. It's like, well, you know, this isn't a for sure thing. We don't know if you'll make it to the end of this movie. Yeah. Pumping he's on out. Right. He's in extra time now. All right, we got a big episode, so let's get into it here. Uh, starting with our beer. Beer, beer, beer. This was Josh's pick. My pick. Very excited. And, of Not course, excited. tis the season, so we have to squeeze in a couple pumpkin ales. I don't think I... Did we do one last year? Did I feel we? like we didn't do a pumpkin last year. Which is sad. Um, I don't think so. That's pretty but sad. But this year, we are intentionally doing pumpkin. Of all... Yeah, I don't think so. So, this one, we decided to go with... Or I decided to go with pumpkin from dogfish head it's one of my favorite go-to pumpkin ales so i figured kyle's never had it he uh disses on pumpkin I'm a notorious ales. pumpkin ale hater yep so hopefully this beer helps change his mind a little bit um but description reads um, a full-bodied brown ale with smooth hints of pumpkin and brown sugar we brew our pumpkin ale with pumpkin meat brown sugar and spices as the season cools this is the perfect beer to warm up with and it's sitting at a 7% ABV with 28 IBUs. And like I said, Dogfish Head Brewery out of Milton, Delaware. I don't know why that makes me uncomfortable. That's called pumpkin meat. It's like uncomfortable. Would you bet that say pumpkin innards? Do you get uncomfortable like, when they say coconut meat? Do they say coconut meat? Yeah. Now I am. <laughs> I just recently realized today that a coconut is a tree nut. And it's in the name. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a tree nut. It's a cocoa nut. No, it's a tree nut. <laughs> but, you know, pe- I the gave myself nut. some leeway. Sorry, I was a little late on that one. Because peanut also has nut. It's not. So, can't blame me fully. 
but I was eating a package of this that said contains nut coconut. Are tree all nuts. tree nuts and trees or most? Yeah. Um, don't some grow on a vine? Can't nuts grow on vines? Yeah, but I just learned a like coconut was a nut today. I don't know why. if they grow on vines. What? I just learned that that coconut was a nut today, so I don't it's know. It's in the name. So coconut milk is literally nut milk. Turn me up, never down. Love the more you know. Anyway, back to the beer. I am also a big fan of the pumpkin beers. I'm excited for this time. I I'm getting to the point where I have like a season I'm excited for for something. Got Oktoberfest in September. Then you got your pumpkin beers in October. And then you have winter ales. And um, wet hop season. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. That's what, March? No. No. Right now. No. That's also now? They they plant them in March. Oh, that's why I'm thinking. That's that. when they harvest. Harvested. Yeah. And then harvest in October. I love those IPAs, too. I've actually never checked in pumpkin ale, so really good for me. Like it, I've, I've had it multiple times. I've you and uh, Matt are the only ones that I have checked in on here. I don't have it checked in. Either. You do. I said you. Oh, and Matt I was going to say, ones. yeah, I probably checked in, but I do like how they change the label each year too. That's. Yeah, I was going to say this looks nothing like I remember no. it looking. Yeah, I like the this picture one a lot. here. Is like, yeah, this one's cooler than this one for sure. I wonder how many pumpkin pictures I have had. That's yeah, what that's I remember one that he it has. Yeah, his picture. Yep. Wonder how many pumpkin beers I have had. Or yam beers. Well, if you want to look that up, I'm going to crack this open, pass it around to you guys. Fourteen that I've checked in. Very pumpkin-y. I'm guessing I've had five or six. Yum. All that hint of that spicy pumpkinness, and a difference from pumpkin spice versus pumpkin beers is it actually <laughs> has pumpkin in it a lot of times like the pumpkin meat versus pumpkin spice doesn't necessarily highest have one pumpkin. is from uh jelly pumpkin actually that would make sense your highest one mm-hmm. the parcella or whatever yeah, it's called la parcella delicious mm-hmm. still one of the better ones for sure this really reminds me of, uh, not Warlock, the one we were just Pumpkin. Pumpkin. This one definitely reminds me of that one. Better than most, but still not great. Love it. Kyle's Don't wrong. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Don't trust whatever his rating is. It's higher. Not anything ever. <laughs> just like with movies. Hmm. Oh, we have this debate. Sweet, spicy, or spicy, sweet, chili Doritos. Come or dumb? Come. Thank you. T- uh, Top five tier flavors. list. Yeah. Tier list for Doritos. I don't Would you even include know those in your flavors. top five? Nacho cheese, cool ranch, taco, taco, spicy, sweet chili, spicy nacho. And spicy nacho. Those are like the heavy hitters. Those are like the, uh, those are the year round. I love round. the habanero one. Oh, you're talking about. No, no, no. They always have those anyone. flavors. They also have like the chili lime. Those were gross. Never seen those. The flaming it's limon. It's like tacky. It's yeah. gross. The flavors yeah. that you could find if you, you went to those Dollar though. General. Oh, Dollar General. I get those at gas station. Yeah, gas or gas station. At, you can get the. You can get the. That's where I get. Them, that's where I got them at. The yeah. the post Malone ones. Yeah. Or he calls them post Limon or whatever. <laughs> 
post limon. Mm, I can only think of like five flavors. Okay, well, rank those. Oh, what's your favorite? Fiery habanero. Okay, next. <laughs> what about Blaze? Ooh, you no. love the Blaze. Yeah. Oh man, those are he good. ate the whole fucking whole like Halloween bowl. one time. We ate an entire bag of Blaze. I did. Like just, I brought I love, them. Went to go grab them. They were gone. Because I love like uncomfortably hot. And just they, like just uncomfortably hot. Your tongue gets pretty numb off those. Yeah. Things. It's so like gross. the. Have you ever had the Paki, the ghost pepper ones? No. Oh my god, those are so hot but delicious. Um, Takis are kind of spicy sometimes. Yeah, but I can handle all those. The packet, I can literally eat a certain amount, mm-hmm. and I have to stop, and then I'm in pain for like 15 minutes. But it's worth it because it's so good. And then as soon as the pain subsides, more. Hmm. But yeah, definitely fire habanero. Maybe yeah, probably spicy sweet. Yeah, then, I told you they're really good. Then there's a reason why B Dubs did a f- wing flavor of them. Then probably Ugh. the chili, lemon, l- lime. Then. Nacho, cheese, and then Cool uh, Ranch. Cool ranch. <laughs> is that your number one? Idiot. I think Cool Ranch uh, is no, the most overrated. Nacho flavor. cheese, and then Cool Ranch. And uh, I had a new, I had a new flavor last night. Jacob. Oh yeah, ugh. Tangy pickle. <laughs> How was it? I do like it pickle good. chips. If you like pickle chips, you would I do like, like pickle chips. Then you would like them. Have you ever had the ketchup chips? I was just going to bring up love ketchup chips. They're really big in Canada. Yeah, yeah. huge in Canada. They're delicious. The they pickle are were too, before they became popular here. Yeah. Have you? Do you know what they call a Cooler Ranch in Europe? Yeah, American, uh, American something. Yeah, yeah, cool American cool flavor. American, yeah. Because <laughs> ranch isn't popular. <laughs> yeah, they don't. The sea. Nobody eats. Yeah, nobody ranch. eats ranch. <laughs> so they don't know what it ranch is. Ranch is such like, an American thing. <laughs> so, it's, so it's literally cool American <laughs> flavor. Yeah. Yeah. I looked up a couple lists of Doritos ranked, and Tapatio flavor apparently is on the top Never of a lot it. of lists. I forgot taco. I don't have taco enough to justify putting the in my original because nobody cares about taco. It is. It was the original flavor. I know. Talked about this too. Oh, <laughs> before they were flavored, though they were just tortilla chips. But that's not a flavor. Obviously, it's not flavored. made where. Where did where did Doritos originate? I have no idea. Disneyland. Yep. Anaheim. What? Yep. They were made I was going to say California, mm-hmm. but I didn't expect Disney. Yeah. Yep. Disney put them on. Does Disney still own them? I don't think so. I don't th- Yeah, I don't think so. I think it was just exclusively sold there or something. Huh. They were made like in one of those like cafes or um, food places in the park. Not going to lie. Doritos are my favorite chip. <laughs> Love Doritos. They're just, I don't even like chips really. Well, I like tortilla chips, but well, that's what they are. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I don't. On in general, I don't reach for chips as a snack. Like I don't care oh, about do. Lay's or, like I don't even like Lay's. Potato or Lay's chips. Are original. Potato I chips like, I don't yeah. like at all, and like, Pringles are okay with they upset my stomach. But Doritos. What about veggie straws, or veggie chips? They're fine. Oh, pita chips. Pita chips. Those are delicious. That Pretty one good, brand, Stacy or not yeah, Stacy? Is that what it's yeah. called? That those slap <laughs> that was hard. Were, those weren't pita. They were something else, though, right? They were like a mix between two. Mm. What were what did we eat that one time? We demolished. Was that, that was definitely just Stacy's regular. Yeah, pita I think chips. I just ate them plain and just they were best them. like drunk snack, ever, but probably oh, better yeah. than pretzels. I would put them. <laughs> pretzels are well. If we're great. talking about pretzel, like that's not a chip. That's a whole different level. Pretzels drunk snack. take the first, for sure. Yeah. I love pretzels. 
Mm-hmm. The oh, butter yeah. twists. Oh, any any form of pretzel. Butter twists. Warm the cooked super dots, pretzels. Dots. Pretzels. Oh, dots. dots. With the seasoning. The Snyder's, Snyder's. Uh, pretzel pieces <laughs> with the honey buff yep. or the hot buffalo. Mm. All every, any type, of, any form or type of pretzel, great mustard. Those ones. Oh, like I don't the like mustard, the mustard onion one. I like mustard ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mustard onion. Yellow Snyder's. mustard. Ugh. Yeah, any form. All right. <laughs> Roll gold. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh yeah, pumpkin. <laughs> anyway, pumpkin ale. But I digress. Pumpkin beers, very good. I mean, it's from Always Dogfish Head. It's not going to be bad. If you like pumpkin beer, then I expect this to be higher up there for you. But I'm just not a fan, so you didn't take everything it, did I say you? with a grain of salt. I have not checked it in yet, no. I guess I should check this in because they did change the label. I tried trying 2021. It didn't pop up. Damn. Well, I'm not going to do that then. Unless you want to make a new SKU. No. Or you change your rating and you can recheck. It's probably the same. I don't know what I gave it. 375. All right. 375. Sounds about right. All right. Uh, are you guys ready? Or I should say, are you ready, Josh? Yeesh. Jacob is not joining us for this discussion because he is a piece of shit. <laughs> Some of us have he a is. life. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah cool. So do we. So do we. Make a time. busy life. I didn't have time. Well, I could have not skipped played climbing. with the boys. Or skipped. You had all day yesterday. Gotta make sacrifices somewhere. You got done it. Yeah, see? That's in you. I had to drive an hour to Kalamazoo because Ann Arbor is not open. It has six on Saturday, so it's an hour drive. Climbed for a few hours, an hour drive back. You know what's not an hour drive today? The movie theater. (laughs) Boom. Boom roasted. Okay, let's get into it. We don't need to talk about Jacob anymore. (laughs) Easy relevant. Um, we'll stay spoiler free, and then if you want to leave for the spoiler discussion, you can, if you care. Or unless we want to talk, unless we strictly want to talk spoilers, maybe up, next. You guys episode. can just to you. go for it if you want. Okay, yeah, really it's up to you. Much. I'm just just letting you know. Not the biggest Bond fan, anyway. All right, it's a, we're yeah. starting off with uh, No Time to Die. No Time to Die is directed by Carrie Fukunaga. It is written by Carrie Fukunaga, Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, Phoebe Waller Bridge. And Probably that's about it. Yeah. Yep, screenplay and story by all those people. Lots of writers on this one. Mm-hmm. Stars Daniel Craig, Ana de Armas, Rami Malek, Leah Sado, uh, Ray Fine, and Lashana Lynch. Plot synopsis reads James Bond has left active service. His peace is short lived when Phoenix Slider. An old friend from the CIA turns up asking for help, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. Uh, let's take a listen to a clip. Sir, they're in. Oh, yes, we have it. You should be able to see the chemical plant's architecture. Which one's Bond? He's the, um, he's the Psy, he's the Trident thingy. Give us a layout. Right. <clears throat> You're at the edge of a toxic merry-go-round. The main activity should be towards the central hub, which is directly above you. Okay, Josh. Not Jacob. What did you think of No Time to Die? Um, it was fun. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I did. I haven't seen. Well, I seen Skyfall. I did didn't watch Spectre at all, which I feel like I don't know how much it would have helped because I think I pretty much got the entire. It definitely 
has Spectre has the most tie-ins to this movie, obviously, because it's the right. one right before, but just general tie-ins than any of the other Bonds. Yeah, I, I didn't feel like lost at all, not seeing the that one. And then Skyfall, I haven't seen since it came out. I can't remember anything about that movie, so. Except it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So was Spectre. All these movies are pretty yeah. great looking. This one, no exception. Um, Linus, whatever, did this one that did First Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Linus yeah. Sandgren. Yep, yep. It was La La it was Land, uh, First Man. Yep, a lot of Damien Chazelle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, it was fun. Um, felt really good in terms of pacing until it kind of dragged a little bit towards the end. I kind of felt it because it is almost three hours long. So it def- definitely towards the end, I kind of got a little fatigued, but it moved along really well, I think. Um, and I think that obviously this kind of movie, it's all plot point driven. So it's one thing happens that leads to the next thing that happens that, you know, leads to the next thing. So that kind of helps with pacing, but um, looked beautiful, obviously. Um, I don't, I haven't seen any other um, Carrie films, but I, I think he's definitely competent just judging off of this one because it, the direction was really, really so strong and sound. And obviously Daniel Craig is great. I mean, I think he's a great actor, so he definitely um, shined in this movie. Um, I don't know why they blew up Ana de Armas so much, because she was literally there for 15 minutes, and then that was it. So I don't know why they, they like, I feel like they were pegging her as like the next Bond girl. And then yeah. like, <laughs> that was it. like she was in and out, and that was it. It was kind of lackluster. Jeffrey Wright was in it for a little bit. Um, score was good. Also didn't know it was Hans Zimmer, but score was obviously good. So um, just a couple, couple um, nitpicks, and I guess not nitpicks, but there is some, a lot of conveniences and a lot of stuff that kind of holds it back. But overall, fun, good movie. Uh, yeah, I liked No Time to Die. Um. I will say I think I had it maybe too um, highly anticipated, uh, maybe had a little bit higher expectations uh, than what it was. So I don't know if that's on me or on the movie. I mean, I definitely have problems that we can talk about, but uh, I will agree that it did look very nice. Uh, it was good. The pacing was good. I didn't really feel the length uh, very much. I guess a lot of my problems come from just like choices that were made in the screenplay and kind of how the movie plays out and uh villains and <laughs> yeah those are my problems too. Uh, yeah and um motivations and things like that i think this series like if you look at james bond and i haven't seen a lot of bond films i'm just kind mm-hmm. of speculating off of what i know of the series a lot of them are standalone movies until they got to Daniel Craig and then they started having these loose threads tie it together. And then they, when they got to Spectre, they really tried to like bring it all together with this organization being like behind a lot of the things that have happened in previous movies, right? So I feel like that, like Spectre and like the, the end of that and um, Christoph Waltz's character should have been like the big final mm-hmm. like villain and he just isn't and then like yeah we'll get into it in spoilers but that's pretty much where like a lot of my 
main criticisms come from. Um, I do, I kind of liked uh, him having a another besides like a girl. He has more of a connection with the with the girl in this. You know, there's always like a Bond girl, mm-hmm. and it's always a one-off like actor actress that comes in and is his love interest for that film, and then she's gone by the next one. And this one, it's more of a of a set in stone connection that they have, and then there's a child involved and introducing that into a bond film brings about different you know set pieces and things like that mm-hmm. um but yeah i just felt like the action in this one too was unsatisfactory i guess there are good moments and and things like that but mm-hmm. i just feel like um the other ones have such bigger set moments pieces. and set pieces and more like holy shit moments it's not like James Bond has never been like Mission Impossible where they do like impossible things like it doesn't go that high it's very grounded still but I feel like the action that they bring in the previous ones is always better there's like some good car chases and stuff in this but I don't know besides that pretty much the forest scene I would say is like the height of the action the what scene like oh yeah yeah and the way that looks too is amazing yeah everything else was kind of underwhelming for me so uh, I liked it but very underwhelmed by my own expectations. So, yeah, and I mean, obviously, these movies—they're all like the spy espionage type movies. Always have like a mustache twirling evil guy, mm. and this one definitely leaned in that so hard. And the motivations behind his Rami Malek's character didn't really make that much sense to me. Yeah, like, he was basically just Thanos. Yeah, it was like and like not set up at all for it. <laughs> yeah, it was like. Like how you had a problem with Tenet, this is like even worse than that. Like, yeah, his, his didn't re- sure. make any sense why he wanted to do what he was doing. <laughs> to me, at least, I mean, I don't, I don't, and he's a new character. Yeah, in this I one, don't, right? I don't know why he wanted to do that. Honestly, I know, and it's just, I mean, and I don't know, just his whole arc or whatever involved. Like, I, I would have I got, liked it if it was simpler. Just like get revenge on. Yeah, um, her. But I guess. yeah, then it kind of blows him, it, even. <laughs> blows it out of proportion a little bit, and <coughs> the whole yeah, the whole island thing was kind of mm-hmm. pretty dumb. But other mm-hmm. than that, yeah, the, I mean, you, I do agree with it. The action wasn't like blow me away, um, which you kind of expect from these movies. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was just very. I think the fact that it was so contained kind of like hurt it. I definitely need to rewatch like the heavy hitters like Casino Royale and Skyfall. I wanted to watch Skyfall before this, but just didn't have time. Um, but I do remember there being like a lot better action in that, especially like the ending, just the, the them in the snow and like that, that house, that whole scene done much better. Like the scene where like he's going in on the island, like one of the, I don't know, one of like, not like a huge set piece, but a, a high action moment. He's going up those stairs, right? And like I henchmen know. are just coming out like, le- you know, left and right at him, like never hitting him. He's just like kind of like, I don't know. It felt like slow and like, yeah, he wasn't I even attempting just, to dodge anything. Yeah. Just they that just whole missing. scene. I <laughs> just was like, I don't know. I was like, it's, it's so unrealistic to start with, which, you know, leave. Right. You can um, set that aside. It's, it's a bond movie, but, Besides that, like, 
nothing about that was heightened in any way. It was yeah. just literally him going slowly going up these stairs and like killing every guy that comes out. And I didn't there's nothing like, interesting going on. I didn't like double the new 007. Oh, I liked her way more than Ana de Armas in the movie. Like I thought her I thought Ana de Armas when she came in like and her trying to act like this, you know, very um oblivious. What's a term? Yeah, oblivious. What's a term when someone's like new? Is it wet or is it dry? Wet. 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 Okay, so wet behind the ears. Yeah. So she's like coming like as this like super wet behind the ears agent, like, you know, acting ditzy and stuff. And it just like didn't seem authentic. Yeah. Her, how, how she was acting and stuff. And, you know, that scene is that scene is I like overall. It's like a fun mm-hmm. scene when, you know, it's you like expect him to too. be. Yeah, yeah. And that's like a big reveal moment. So I just didn't buy her in like the new 007. I thought her performance was better and just like, I don't know, her actions I bought into more. So that's kind of why I like her more. And I was wondering if they're going to, if they continue. So I was thinking like, obviously this is the last one of the Daniel Craig era. Um, they, you know, they said that explicitly that this is the last hoorah for him. Mm. And so I'm just one, I'm curious. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I wonder what they're going to do the next bond. And I was like, I'm kind of wondering if they're going to do a black black bond yeah and then they introduce which we don't know if they're going to continue with this new bond or not if or if or the new 007 that's introduced if they're going to continue but it's a black female lead i really think they need to reset the universe because because like i said this one does tie plot threads together and oh, they would have you to can always introduce it. a new threat or whatever i guess but i would rather them start from fresh and try and if they if they want to do interweaving stories like kind of get some better like have a better plan moving forward and like really get some good writing behind it and tie those threads together Mm -hmm. better yeah you definitely need to you need to reset the whole thing because yeah this it it definitely had a ending yeah like if they recast bond then it's like we'll just recast m q money penny like just recast everybody i think Mm -hmm. so that way it feels like a new universe when that the when that actor steps into the role. Okay, I don't know much about Bond movies in general. I think I've seen one, Skyfall. I think is like the only you, one. You I saw think. Casino Royale and Maybe. Quantum of Solace when they first came out. So I don't. That was tw- 2006. That was like 15 years. Yeah. Ago, so <laughs> so, they they do they ever describe? They're just like, oh, this is Bond, the same Bond you've always known, or it's just a whole new world. No, it's a new reset. Universe. It's usually a new. But they're universe, the, supposed yeah. to be the same guy, but they're just. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. And, then, and then it moves. It keeps moving the timeline to present day. Okay. Yeah, it's like so. Batman. You know, yeah. every time the Batman comes, new yeah, Batman introduced, it's okay. a new origin. Good. Good. So now yeah, we got the Matt Reeves. I mean, he basically Batman a, now. Yeah, superhero. Yeah, because I was confused. I'm like, is he like a new? Is it, are these new Bonds each time, or is it just no? Because they're all new James universe, Bond, same just, exact yep. guy. Yep. From what I know, also like in the past. Uh, there has been there's been different actors in that role and if they like those movies are so standalone that they can recast roles and literally just call them by the same name and it doesn't affect anything because those movies are so like standalone mm-hmm. this is like the first time that they've tried to have a, through line, a connecting yeah, yeah through line oh story. really so even like the Pierce Brat those were all different yeah, yeah. Oh. so was the uh, um, Sean Connery were all like they just had no connection yeah right yeah hmm they were just like a new villain. That's why I would be interested to go back 
start from Casino Royale and watch all these because, like I said, 15 years ago, 2006, we were freshmen in high school. Like, I some like, re, especially spy movies, but like the first, you know, Mission Impossible, early 007 movies, you'd watch them and they would just go over your head and you'd just be there for the action. Like, they seem so convoluted, but like watching this movie, even Josh said he's never seen Spectre, but he feels like he got it all. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like rewatching these would be more rewarding now than ever before. Definitely, yeah. And I'm I'm probably going to do it, you know, or we could do potentially a premium when it... Yeah, the Daniel Craig Bond movies, yep, that'd be good. When it comes when that comes out. Yeah. Yeah, which would help because I haven't seen all of them, so... Yeah, the only one I haven't seen was Spectre, and that's my boy, cinematographer. Yeah, Spectre has... Uh, I guess it's supposed to be like the worst. No, Quantum Solace is worse, I think. I think. Yeah. I mean, arguably one of the two. Or but that, I also haven't seen that in forever. So, again, I would need a rewatch on I barely remember all of it. these. Yeah. Um, but I guess getting to spoilers in this one. Yeah. If there is any. I mean, we don't really need to talk about the very end. Like, because what would you say about it? Oh, what do you think feel about that? It's just kind of like. Yeah. No, I, we can say. Yeah. Uh, we'll just save that. Um, a big problem that I had, like, I didn't understand was, again, going back to the island. Rami Malek has the kid in his possession, right, as leverage, as a villain does. And then he literally just lets him, go, lets her go and is like, oh, you don't want my protection? Okay, then go ahead. Yeah. And it there's no repercussion to that because she finds Bond and her mom. And she just ends up... Like, I thought the point of her letting, of him letting her go was to be like, there is no escape. Like, you have to come back to me because I'm your only hope. Mm-hmm. But no, she just finds Bond and her mom and is like... Why? Ugh, so dumb. Like, it made no sense. Yeah, I don't know if it was trying to show, like, compassion from him because he did it prior. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't I don't get that at all because then he doesn't then it doesn't even pay off at all either because he comes back. (laughs) So it's yeah. And there's another there's there's a line in there, too, about her like the mom. um, What's her name? Shit. Anyway. Yeah. She's unable, like, he says something like she's uh, Madeline, unable, Madeline. Madeline, she's unable to leave or something like that, but then she just, she does leave anyway and gets to safety with the new 007. Yeah, I think that. There's yeah, a line, there's, I wish I, like, wrote this down right away because I, when he, when he I was thinking vial. this in the, yeah, I was thinking this in the theater, like, she's like, oh, she's not going to be able to leave. She wouldn't leave anyway, so, and then she just leaves. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, Jacob, did you watch Spectre? No. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, you said you Say he's only seen Scott. So, apparently there's this Heracles, like, virus thing that, like, spread, like... Heracles is a... Well, it's not, like, a virus. It's their nanobots. Yeah. And they attack... They attack based on DNA. So, like, you program them to attack based on a DNA structure. Yeah. So... With that being said, they're nanobots, right? Which are known to be ro- little robots. Right. He has an EMP watch. Why doesn't that fucking kill the nanobots? <laughs> Wouldn't an EMP theoretically kill? Like that ruins everything say, electronic. He said it has to be something that uses shortwave frequency, I think. So maybe they don't operate on shortwave frequency. Uh, it's a very subtle line, I know. But I remember, I remember saying that, but saying I think that. it has. I think he, I thought he was saying that it had to do with more of proximity. Uh, could be. I don't know. Like he could. That's why he put his watch up to the doors, 
that close yeah. because he had it was very short. Yeah, exactly. And then when he blew up Cyclops or whatever, I d- he had I don't to touch know. his head. Either it way, could be it's a potential plot hole, but I don't know. Either way, I'm like theoretically an EMP blast well, would kill all these nanobots, no, right? No, because I feel like then I feel like they would have thought of that when he says like because in the end he's like um Q is talking to him and is like, Oh, you have it. He's like, Yeah, what's the you know, is there any way? And he's like, No, once you have it, it's there, it's permanent, it's for eternal. Right. Because it's in your I feel like that would be a very simple solution though, would be to yeah. EMP. So I don't know. Probably probably not a whole. Yeah, I don't but know. it's a good thought. Also did so none of the so the entire thing is Rami Rami Malik wants to basically kill the entire world or millions of he people. He wants to what yeah, like he wants to do an exter a genocide level event to I guess reduce the population. But he yeah. never says that explicitly either, no. so you don't know why. Yeah, I don't I have no idea why and his his entire motivation seems to be leaned on the fact that Madeline's dad killed his family. Right, his whole family. So, yeah. like, to get back at revenge, he wants to kill the entire world. Like, I don't know why he jumped to that conclusion or do the uh, same thing to he, everybody else. Yeah, like he, I get his revenge. Like, starts out with starts off with her. Like, I love the imagery too, like of the mask and like him yeah, hunting her down. Dope. Yeah, the first scene is great, and then she he saves her. In the end, and then like, I like the idea of them being tied together, all this stuff. But just jumping forward to like him, I, I mean, maybe I'm missing something from the earlier films too. But he kills, like, he very specifically kills Spectre. He kills the entire for organization what, yeah. for what purpose? Also, maybe to have absolute power. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I mean, I really need an explanation on this. That one. was kind of muddy too, like. Spectre and they're another organization were like working together, but they weren't. And then like that Russian doctor like was supposed to kill Bond, but then killed Spectre instead. Right. So like, you know, who, who was the other, who wanted Bond dead versus Spectre dead? I was think that Blowfield or whatever? Yeah. Blowfield. Walt, Christopher Walt. Yeah. I think that was... He, he wanted to per- kill Bond? He was controlling people from inside prison, and I think that's who called the doctor. They called him, remember? And he was being sneaky. Like, he switched the right. d- drives. So I that, that. He, Yeah, so that was the the Spectre people's DNA encoded. Right. So he was obviously not... He was, like, double-crossing them. But and then, then Logan Ash was that Logan Ash character so he, was so that must have that that uh, that order must have come from Rami Malek. But why does Rami Malek want Bond dead? Spectre dead? No, Spectre dead. or Spectre dead? Yeah, Spectre wanted the orders to kill Bond were from Spectre. He double crossed Spectre to kill Spectre. Yeah. <laughs> so that must have came from Rami Malek. But I don't know why he did that or said that. Yeah. Like, See, did their plans interfere with his plans? I guess. Uh, yeah, that's the only explanation that I would. Yeah, that's what I would think. Uh, he but w- he I don't didn't know want how. this to get in the hands of Spectre. So, and then like I said, the whole. Oh right, like Logan if he wants Ash, to weaponize it, yeah. then they would go after him. Yeah, I don't know. That makes sense, but. And then the Log- the Logan Ash angle, the fucking. Yeah, the green, that guy from um. Yeah, Magnet Magnuson, Chris Magnuson or something. Yeah, he's in um 
I think he's an Ingrid Goes West, maybe. I've seen him before, but Something um, like his whole character didn't make sense to me at all either, really. I mean... Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> now that i like, actually trying to recall it, th- that's the other thing about this movie. Like, It's going to be evaporated from my memory in about two weeks. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think two hours from now. I mean, <laughs> I'll forget everything that happened. Yeah. Um, yeah Plot-wise. I mean, yeah, like... It's just a couple of those, you know, that, that kind of kept it from... And I don't know if that had to do with the fact that there's 18 uh, writers for this movie. Yeah, and that's, they kind of got, that's true. They just tried... I think they tried to be too ambitious with it being the last one. And they were trying to be, like, too, like, over the top. And, like, you just ended up getting, getting these muddied plot yeah. lines that just kind of didn't really... weren't fully rounded out for it to be like a complete film that made sense the entire time like it just kind of felt like they were like grasping at straws sometimes yeah i mean i really feel like they just completely missed a big opportunity for it to be the final bond and like have christoph waltz be in the movie and not like not give him like the final yeah like have like specter be yeah like do like a classic spy movie like reveal of like oh you think specter's gone but he is really behind it somehow and he's the actual guy behind this i mean they even like as you saw in this movie they make his reveal such a big deal like him slowly moving down the tunnel yeah, for like, like they don't show his face until he gets to the very end you know it's such it's like this big climactic moment he's built up to be this you know huge uh enemy or arch rival of bond like I don't know, just Rami Malek being shoehorned in there to want to kill off the population for reasons we don't even know after just watching the movie. It just feels so anticlimactic and mm-hmm. not a good final, you know, Bond villain or yeah, end, then, or ending. Then Rami Malek for I mean, so he's the last. He's so Christopher Waltz's character is the head of Spectre, right? So he wanted. Madeline to kill him with that perfume or whatever. She leaves. No, Rami Malek wanted Madeline to kill Christoph Waltz. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. She obviously leaves, but he conveniently grabs her wrist. Yes. And, and then, then chokes him. Chokes him out. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like the whole time he's like has this right hand. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but his left hand was like in his pocket. And the whole time he's talking with this right hand that has happened to touch Madeline's wrist. Yeah. That has yeah. the nanobots on it then realistically gets mad for like no real reason because he was just like well i know that, he was talking i like shit that to him, reveal i mean i like i like the whole reveal because because he's built on like he left her thinking that she double crossed him like he does not trust anybody that's like a classic bond trope he cannot trust any of these girls or people because he's, he's a secret agent and then it's revealed that oh she didn't actually double cross him it was him pulling the strings you know that's like a classic thing for them to to do so he gets mad but yeah just how he dies is so like yeah it was like so it, it was, was like look away and they turn around they're like oh he's dead he's dead <laughs> yeah it ha- they do die like like and it was so stupid stupid also do was madeline's character in the last inspector uh, i think so <laughs> yes it okay i really don't remember much from it so her dad the whole reason why just did, did we ever find out if he if he died or who her dad was 
Like they say it, but uh, did he actually die or something? I know of. So, so Rami Malik goes to their house. He's not there. Saves the daughter. Why doesn't he keep the daughter if he wants to kill the father? Keep him as keep her as collateral or like. Maybe he doesn't want to kill the dad. He, I think he wants he to kill to his family and make him like, tor- like torture him by living without a family. But he, the reason why he went there and asked, "Where's your, fa- where's the father?" Mm, yeah, because he Maybe. wanted to exact his revenge. Yeah, I don't know. I think <laughs> there's supposed to be like a change of heart when he sees her die, like trapped. I know the that ice. like he so spared like, her life. But yeah. He could have spared a life and then And the way he her. does that too was weird. Yeah, she like <laughs> fires right at her. He's like, Oh, she's trapped under the ice. Like automatic gun right at her face. And, and it just happens to miss cuts off. Yeah. yeah. Like what if I mean it's not like a super accurate Layla. gun. You know, to be fair, those kind of guns can't actually go through water. They would like explode as soon as they hit the water. Well it wasn't it, I it showed around going a little bit. Get, enter water. Well, five five six can though. It was only sure? a, yeah. It was uh, rifles can't, but five five six are smaller, so they can. They don't, but they can barely hurt you. Yeah, they can't like penetrate water no, well. Yeah. But it was penetrating ice. It was going through ice and then water and then water. Yeah, yeah. and missing her. Uh, that's whatever. But yeah, I just I don't. That was funny his, like <laughs> I'm saying, his whole motivation. Remy Malik's character basically made no sense to me. I mean. He just had this random tranquility island with plants that kill people, and then plants that yeah they were harvesting give you mind mind control that you can that you drink this tea and you do whatever they say. Well, <laughs> well, wait. Well, I don't, I don't, I still don't get the island because isn't her isn't Heracles nanobots like what are they growing? What are they harvesting? They were doing the water or whatever. Tea, yeah, but what control. is that like? I thought I it was know. nanobots. It is. So what are the, the fuck are they growing there? He, that garden was just like his tranquility garden. I what are you growing in this garden? Bullshit. Fox something. He says it was happened to be in the girl's Madeline's office or whatever. And he goes, oh, Fox, Fox glove. Something like that. I think so. Yeah. He goes, oh, you can it's deadly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the point. Oh, so he yeah. says. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm. Um, Pharmacist here. I've Fox glove yeah, is we're used coming, to make. We're coming up with more questions as we talk about Jackson, which is so, used I guess, in heart. So he makes like a tea out of it, and apparently, yeah, it kills people. Well, it, it was like apparently they could control you. Okay, it's not Fox. Well, Fox that, well, you know what's funny about exists. that scene is he makes the tea, at, tells her to drink it, says if this touches your eye, you'll go blind. We know it's more tragic than having one eye has no eyes. Throws it in his face. And then he is one of the guys that attacks Cyclo- Bond yeah. later. Cyclops. And he can obviously see. <laughs> well, so one eye is fake, but the other eye would be fucked. Oh, I guess maybe he's using his robot eye. That's true. That's robot dope. eye doesn't get affected. Duh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then that whole, they're having on a pillow and they're just like. Oh, yeah. Wrapping <laughs> around with this eyeball on a pillow in front of the band. Like, yeah, that's this funny. eye sees all. Yeah, <laughs> why don't you just have like cameras yeah, in there? <laughs> yeah, you don't need an eyeball to recognize Bo- James Bond in the middle of the fucking dance floor. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> cameras could do that, or other people. I don't know. I think he thought it would be like a cool visual, but it was just weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, I do think yeah. they try and inject too many locations as well. Like they're like, oh, you have to go to this place, uh, and then oh, they happen to be in Cuba. 
Oh, yeah, that's now pretty. T- in... That's pretty par for the yeah, course here. But, but I know, I know what you're saying. But yeah, I do it like how like they didn't use. Them. They don't use title cards though for the locations. Yeah, you just it's you all just ex- well exposition, but through conversation. Yeah, it's not like it's not bad exposition. Like yeah, it's they like, say right. where they have to go, obviously, and then they're there, and it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you know, you're in Cuba, you know, you're in Italy. Yeah. Another question is why did so he tells Q that he's going to give him his location. So, oh yeah, well they were sharing. He was like, I'm going to send you my location. And when he shows the location, he like finds out that people are like coming. He's like, you were supposed to go find so-and-so, not me. Right. And then that's how he finds out that he's getting chased. Right. When but, he was, wasn't he talking about the other 007? Yeah. So I don't know how, right. Why, how they were on, well, the, the threat was on his radar. Yeah, I thought about that when he said it, like, that shows them in close proximity. And he's like, yeah, I thought you sent her after because he said them, not me. Whatever the other higher up girl that, like, shot Bond at one time, I guess. She said, I'll send you her lo- 007's location. I'll send it. Oh, so that's okay. So it is her, right? Because don't they meet up after that? It is her. So when he sees her close to him, it means that she is oh. on top of the enemy. The enemy's on top yep, of yep, him. Yep, yep. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. Yep, that makes sense now. Yeah. Because she was chasing, she was looking right, for right, Logan right. Ash, and he was... Right, he's yeah. on top of him, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Glad we cleared that up. Yep. But, <laughs> but yeah. Anything else to say on No Time to Die? Nope. I think I'm uh, tapped out on this one as well. It's time to quit. <laughs> well, what are we saying out of five stars? I'm going to give it a 3.5. I am going to three. Well, cool. Jacob. <laughs> Plan on watching this one or? We'll see. Pass. <laughs> Maybe I'll save it if we have a. Yeah, save it for the premium. Yeah. I mean, if you've only seen one Bond and you're not a huge fan, I don't see I don't see you loving this one. So you're in no rush to uh, get it in for the end of the year for that illustrious top ten. Well, are you ready to do some speaking, Jacob? I am ready to speak. Good, because we are moving on to Titan. Titan. Titan is written and directed by Julia Doctorno. Um And I that's all I'm going to say, because the other credits are writing consultants. And I'm going to butcher those names. So I'm giving her all the cred here. <laughs> Uh, Titan stars Vincent Linden, Agatha, Agatha. <laughs> Jacob, do you want to try? Uh, I could read Roussel, these. Roussel? I could try. Uh, sure. It's Vincent Lidon. Okay. Agathe, Agathe, Roussel, Garance Marie. That's not. That's not French. French no. Yeah. Lace. I mean, there's really only like two, yeah. Yeah. three stars in it. it yeah. So. Marassi. <laughs> um. The plot synopsis reads, following a series of unexplained crimes, a father is reunited with the son who has been missing for 10 years, Titan, a metal highly resistant to heat and corrosion with high tensile strength alloys. What the fuck kind of plot synopsis is that? It describes the I don't movie know. perfectly, I think. <laughs> All right. What did you guys think of Titan? I liked it a lot. I actually think I could give it, I think I went low. 
Really? Mm-hmm. As I've thought about it more since then, I went with my gut, you know, when I rated it. I think your gut's okay. But thinking about it more, I think I would go higher. But anyway, before we get that, I like I really liked how it looked. The this is it's what I wanted it to be and more. I mean, no, it's what I wanted it to be. I expect I had high expectations going into this because I I loved Raw. And this is like her second movie, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I already had high expectations going into this. Actually, when I heard of this movie, I heard of like what it was about before I even heard of this movie and wanted to see it. And then I saw it and just the way it weaved. So like how it started, how it finished and what it was like, what I think it was saying and weaving together was not easy to do. <laughs> and it was very high like you could take it for what it is, and I think most people would hate this movie, which is not unfair. But I think there's so much there that's also to gain from this, other than how off-putting it is, because it is a extremely off-putting movie. This isn't one you're like bring a day to. You're like, hey, <laughs> check out. You did the uh, <laughs> the Netflix and Chill rating on this is very very low, low. <laughs> yeah. not existent. You're like. It's not going to be one you bring someone who has a cursory like of movies or just watches movies for fun and be like, hey, check out this. Yeah. <laughs> it's about a movie about a woman who has sex with a car. And it's extremely violent Oops. and grotesque from then on and never is happy. It's like, well, I guess kind of. But yeah, it, I think it's just so there's so much there to unpack with what it's saying that as I'm thinking about it afterward, I was like thinking about this, like after and talking about this and thinking about the next day and just trying to think of every, cause I think even what I came out with is there's more than that. But other than that, it just looked good. I thought the acting was good. Also, like I, again, it's always hard to judge when it's in another language, but from what I could tell it was very well acted. Yeah. And it's just I don't have I don't think I liked it as much as Raw, but I also don't I just don't know if it's like a perfect movie. There's definitely things that seem too much almost, but I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Um Titan was Didan. meh. And I actually completely disagree with you that there's more to unpacked unpack i think just wait my biggest complaint with this movie is that it was too worried about getting to point b and not worried about point a and the inner workings throughout just felt underdeveloped the relationship felt very underdeveloped for me the characters felt very underdeveloped for me it just felt like poor me poor us oh we just link up because we're two lost souls that just happened to get together through a missing child ad i think i just think the whole relationship was felt forced and it was just kind of like too on the nose at times too like it just this movie just felt very fizzled and fizzled out and it just didn't like i the first starting minute i was or the first half hour i was thoroughly surprised like i was like okay i really like this like the tone that's going on, the direction it's going, I really like it. Whether or not it's, you know, it's obviously body horror. It's very grotesque at the beginning. It's 
very in your face. But that even that changes. That tone completely fizzles out and it just becomes this very boring, lackluster movie that doesn't that comes out of the gate sprinting and then falls behind and it doesn't keep up with the pace that it probably could have or should have, in my opinion. Um, Also, like I said, I don't I don't really care. I didn't care about any of these relationships. They didn't really mean much to me at all. Um, And I think that that has to do with like too much focus on the visuals, too much focus on like in your face at times rather than like it's like don't look behind the curtain look at wizard like the wizard of oz it's like oh look at this instead of this which is the the very mundane and very underdeveloped relationship that i think that this movie was contingent upon like it was very weighing very heavy on this relationship and it's if you don't believe in that relationship it kind of loses its spark the whole movie and that's what happened for me i thought like i said i love the beginning i love the development of the character but then as soon as it hits that certain point where they the two characters meet it just completely lost all of its glory for me and it just kind of went really went right down i mean i just didn't like the last how long was this hour and hour 40 so i didn't like the last hour Mm. Titan reviewed. I liked uh, Titan a lot. Um, I think I'll be in the middle of you guys, so uh, maybe you can play middleman here. If there's one thing I know how to do, it's sit on a fence. <laughs> no, uh, I liked it a lot. I I'll say the things I liked first. Uh, really like how it looks. And I love the direction. I think this she is one of the, or my favorite working directors right now. Just her direction alone. Um, what she does with the camera, just the visuals, like her, even her structure I like. Dancing. Um, yeah, love dancing. <laughs> I, knew, I saw I this. I, was, I wanted dance. to look back at Kyle. I'm like, I bet he loves this part. I love that part for more than one reason, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just love her direction and especially after rewatching Raw, I was like, and then this, like, I can definitely see it's weird. Cause I think this is like more, maybe more competently directed, but like, I, I still, I think I prefer Raw over it. I think she's going in a good direction though. And definitely interested to tackle, um, interesting subjects. Now that's where the problems begin. I think this bites off way more than it can chew. It's talking about a lot. It is trying to touch on a lot of things. Yeah. And like Josh said, I think quite a bit of them are underdeveloped. Um, I don't know if the relationship itself necessarily needs to be fleshed out. I think that's kind of the point is that it's able to go from zero to 100 because of uh, their past and where they're at in life. Um but we'll get into that more in detail later. But yeah, I love the first half hour as well and what it's going for. I like the second half as well, but I don't think they mix together very well. 
I like each story. I just wish I kind of wish that each they were separate stories almost. That's where I like, felt. Yeah. One Parts was a X. one was a tortured, you know, person that's like she's so fucked up. She fucks cars and kills people. And then one story is a girl that's like another tortured person that is running from herself and changes her identity and gets mixed in with this person. You know, I wish those were like almost two separate films. I think they could have been. But really I have good. something that connects them. Sure. I mean, I'm sure you could have. I'm sure a lot of people have things that connect them. But does the film do a good job of connecting them? That's ultimately what it comes down to. Like there's explanations for all of these things. There's things that you can. Uh, there's metaphors you can see. There's, you know, experiences and explanations for all of these things. Little tiny things. But does that make it any better? To me, probably not because, again, it's doing it's doing a lot of things, but it's not doing any one thing like particularly well or super well. It does a lot of things well, I should say. Yeah, but yeah. I ended up liking it a lot. Just very underwhelmed after seeing, especially after rewatching Raw. Like, love that movie. Sophomore slump. Could be. Could be. So yeah, uh, let's get into. Some spoilers and open discussion if anybody wants For like to. like the 10 people who watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you are uh, a movie fan, like most people are that listen to movie podcasts, this is something that you're going to want to seek out. I mean, it won the Palm d'Or. It's got mm. quite a bit of hype and buzz around it. So um, if you're planning on seeing it, you know, definitely go out and, and watch it. Yeah. It's worth like... Yeah, to a film lover, it's it's definitely worth seeing. So yeah, spoilers from here on out. Did you want to rebut or say yeah, anything? Or do you want to just go into your theories? I can try. There's a lot. Okay. Like I was trying to think of this afterwards. So I wish I would have. It's hard Let's when you watch f- a movie. You can't like yeah. take notes really while watching In it. the theater, you can't. Yeah, yeah. so it makes it. There's so much I wanted to take notes on, and I, that's why I, I'll definitely re- rewatch this movie down the line. Mm. And I mean, probably as soon as it's available, honestly. But yeah, so I did think. I guess I'll go that the beginning did connect to the end, except for one part, really. But I did, I did not all feel like it was underdeveloped their relationship. Um. And I don't feel like it was forced in the way. I mean, she picked a random person. Anybody who's lost someone would be happy at a chance to find their kid. So I don't feel it like it could have. She could have picked anyone. She just happened to pick this person. But anyone is. You think she looked like if they lose a kid, they're like you think she looked male. He knew it wasn't her. Not at first. I think he did. Yeah, I think it was intentional. Yeah. He knew that he died. It's it's revealed later that they know their son is dead. Like, he literally is bringing this person in to replace him. Not not to fool himself into thinking. Yeah, that. like, a parent... That's why he said a parent would know his kid. Yeah. And he knows it's not his kid, but yeah. he wants to see what this is. Like, see how it plays out, basically. Right. And I just thought that was just the... It was so well done in that aspect taking somebody who like was this young person who never had a family that like she felt loved by because she was like this freak to them basically 
And now she's feeling that love for the first time. And because she has this mental damage, right? She had the car accident. They talk about how she's going to have behavioral problems. I think she that caused her to become a sociopath. She has no feelings for other people, only feelings for herself. She, so she does. She's not empathetic. She has no empathy. That's what a sociopath is or a psychopath, the old term. So she does horrible things because it just is fun for her to do. It makes her feel good. Gives her that feeling like a person cutting themselves. It gives her some kind of feeling, but she doesn't care what she's doing to these people. But she's then she starts feeling love from this person and she has no idea how to interpret love because she's never had love and she's never even felt that kind of feelings. And then she starts having feelings for this other person. She has no idea what to do with those feelings. Right. So that's what's causing her with how it ends. Right. And I love that. Like she even tries to be like forward with him because she doesn't know what she's feeling. She thinks, Oh, am I love in love or something? Like, what is this? And he's like, and he doesn't accept it. He's like, no, I don't want this. Cause he never thought of her like that. He just was loving her when he said, like, I love you. He's loving her because he cares about this person, like truthfully, like platonically loves this person and he wants to care for this person. And he just wants to care for someone because he he's at the end of his life. He's lost his kid. He has nothing. And yet he's stuck in this past. And now he's get and he probably was just shoved himself into work. And that's everything he had was work. And now he can't even do that anymore. He's getting old. He's doing the, you know, steroid shots to try and get strong and be like he was. But he can't. He's old. He's his body's failing. him. He has nothing left. But maybe this chance to love somebody again and care for someone and. So that's all he has. And he's pouring himself into that. And so that's like where I get the connection of like from the beginning to the end. And I don't know. There's like so many other little parts of that. But you're saying yeah, that I mean, that wasn't forced? not to be like not to put that explanation down. That's very a good explanation. But that is like the most obvious things to pull. Yeah. Right. Is that obviously she has. Uh, relationship problems with uh, parental figures like because her parents always kind of viewed her as a freak uh, especially after the accident and and then you see the moment where she's grown up and in the house too like they don't even really associate with her. her dad doesn't talk to her still so there's daddy issues there and then she's feeling you know she does feel finally a connection after these things that happen and yeah that relationship goes from there like the do you think that when she's young this is before the accident that she already has like an obsession and like an affinity for cars. Yeah. Yeah. So what, <laughs> why did you get that? Cause she's, she's like, like making those noises yeah. in the car before the crash. And then, I mean, and then I don't think the crash caused her to like cars. No. Yeah. She just still could like feel the car and she's like, okay, I can still hear it and stuff. I love. And she hugs the car right in the beginning. Yeah. I think, yeah, my, my like question was like, why did it have to be like the whole pregnancy thing or getting pregnant from a car is why did it have to be a car? Because since she's right, like a sociopath, right? So she has no feelings for, she can't understand people and their feelings, right? She only understands her feelings. 
So for her, it's like she is like a machine and cars are machines, right? So they, she understands cars. They're easy to understand and she likes cars. She doesn't really care about people. She doesn't clearly, right? She has no feelings for people. So it's like she's a machine. It's a machine. And that's why I got that. And then she finally found a person after that that but she could care what about. What does the pregnancy have to do with that? Well, I see. So I actually see, had. D- wasn't that like, don't you think that that is so like on the nose and just like corny? No, <laughs> like it's just so like that's just underdeveloped. I just feels like it's like I understand that she she's that's the only thing that she's ever like leaned on that she's actually loved is cars, right? That's obvious. Like she, like that's that's a given. But I just think that the the pregnancy was just a shock value, like just to be like pay attention to this. Well, now. I almost took it as like it was like the growth. Right. And like the guilt that is like carrying with her and also the growth into new life. Right. So like it's like even though she is this damaged person who has nothing is this machine and nothing. It doesn't mean she can't give life to something new, not only physically and literally, but also like like be reborn into those new like meaning into life. Right. And literally and physically like she's giving life and she's also like she's growing throughout the movie right sure yeah did she though yeah she was i mean she was different by the end of the movie mm-hmm. yes she was still not completely changed that would be cheesy right if she just completely changed she never completely changes because that's not realistic like but neither is, you know, having sex with a car. But still, you get it's symbolism, right? So, like, I don't, it, you could take as, yeah, that literally happened, but probably not, right? <laughs> probably didn't literally happen. Maybe she was raped. Maybe it was something else and it's just a symbol. Or maybe it's literally she never was pregnant. It's just a symbol. I mean, you don't have to take that actually happened. I mean, she probably didn't actually have sex with a car because no one else reacted to it as if that was actually happening. Like when she had the hole in her and the mom walked in, don't you think if she saw a hole in a person with oil coming out, that would she would have reacted to that indifferently? Mm. Instead, she didn't. So it, we only saw it from her perspective. And even him, when he was giving, take you know, delivering the baby, he didn't react to it weirdly like it was some kind of robot baby. So well, it, prob- it looks pretty normal on the surface. Well, it has so like a silver. Yeah, but it's behind it. Like he's. Well, I mean, she still would have had like oil coming out of her and stuff. <laughs> Fair, yeah. And he never reacted to that weirdly, which a person would. So it could have just been her head. And like that was her trauma. Like maybe something traumatic happened to her. Maybe there wasn't a car. Maybe she got raped in that car or something and got pregnant. And that's just like the her trying to compartmentalize what happened to her. Like because a lot of people block out that kind of trauma. Well, I I don't I don't. I mean, not that that's like a bad interpretation, but I don't I don't think it could you could tie it to like a rape or anything i do like that it's something has happened that or we're seeing it from her perspective but yeah. she goes back to she has sex again in a uh fire engine and i don't think that she was like raped there or anything like, yeah but from what happened from but the she didn't have it wasn't the same 
No, I don't know. What do you mean? It wasn't. She noticed how she reacted to that versus the first one, though. She wasn't know. tied up. Yeah, and or like it was a very different scene. She was crying, like she wasn't happy about what was happening. So it could have just been random sex again, but like mm-hmm. she had no feelings from it because of her growth throughout the movie. And like it, she just can't. She's breaking down now she like has no eye because think about that if you're starting to feel things and your entire mindset is changing like so you try to go back to the thing that used to make you feel good and now it doesn't it's like you're like what do i do and she just didn't know what to do and that's why she tried to kiss him because that's the only person she has that she knows loves her so she doesn't know how to express those feelings except by kissing him and he's like no like i don't love you that way do you think that's conflicting statements though? Like her, she becomes this person, this sociopath because of her accident, but then she's able to change. Like, isn't the plate and the accident, the thing that causes that, isn't that like unchangeable? Cause that plate's always in her head. So why would she go, why would she become that person and then change from that? Because, because of one other person showing emotion to her. Well, we don't know again it could be another thing that's not like literal but no one reacts to that either but it's just because it has behavioral changes like that happened when she was a kid though so she could still have changes later from that it's not like yeah maybe that was the initial cause but it doesn't mean you can't grow from that later i don't know Yeah, but it also like she had a very good support system other than her not really dad like she had friends and stuff did she? Yeah. Who was her friends? The girl that she's like. She wasn't friends with. with her. She never cared. No, about her. yeah, they met one time. Yeah, I thought they worked. That together. was their first. They didn't even know each other's names. And yeah. they know the whole car, like the whole <laughs> car industry play. Like she walked in, like she knew everyone. No, she was just she well there. known. Yeah. She yeah, she's like a celebrity. Remember, people want her autograph and shit. Yeah. She doesn't connect with anybody. Yeah. She doesn't. We don't. And we never see her open up to anybody. Hmm. At all. Until. Yeah, but yeah, actually, she says I love you to that one guy. Yeah, it's true. It's a grower, not a shower. Doesn't change anything for me. Well, my my ratings already locked in. Just but I can see it going up on a rewatch. Like just that's sure. what I'm saying. This, this your is explanation I, though of this movie doesn't do anything for me because most of that I already got. It just didn't. It just felt underdeveloped and under. I don't know. It just felt too easy. Like everything that you're explaining is like the surface level understanding of it, I don't which is think fine, so, though. which is fine, which I got everything that you. But that then you're that's good directing if you got that. But then it's it not, just, doesn't then it's show underperformed and underdeveloped. It's it just not, doesn't, though. It doesn't, you got it. then. But it doesn't give you it doesn't give me the satisfaction of like if I want like the lighthouse, for instance, understanding that movie pays off bigger and under, it pays off more for me where this even knowing all of it and. Getting like understanding the entire development of it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't change it just because if 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 that's the case and that what you're saying is what I understood, then it makes it almost even worse because I was hoping that you would give me a different angle on it or one of you guys would give me a different angle on it than I didn't than than I had originally. But you have you saying the exact same things I already understood makes it the same movie for me, if not worse because well, i got all of that i definitely didn't get all that when i first got walked out i thought about this afterwards yeah, like, i'd say the same 
I'll say uh, there was a lot of things that I noticed that are like smaller themes. I guess like I don't know why it was just completely blocking out like the larger theme of those those that connecting the beginning in the in the middle or the beginning in the end like that I had a huge disconnect walking out and that's what really brought it down for me so if I can connect those better in my mind then that would obviously boost the movie a lot because it feels like disjointed but now if I can bring it together like I like both aspects so bringing yeah. it together is going to change that a lot yeah because i felt the same way walking out it wasn't until i was discussing this like why is it like that and then i'm like i really had to think about i'm like like how do those connect because it felt like two completely separate things that i liked the parts mm-hmm. but they weren't connected and i really had to think i'm like well what did that do do you think this that- do this and then i'm like man this really does and it wasn't i know it's like can sometimes it can be the fault a director but also you gotta put something on the people watching like i don't also always want to be like spoon fed like sometimes i want to have a movie that I can get more of out of it like the lighthouse when i just first watched it i loved how it looked i loved everything about it but i didn't i didn't even give a five when i first watched it so it was like it wasn't until i then i read about it read all these things that it was doing and talking about i just got like one interpretation i there's no way i was going to get the proteus prometheus and i didn't know greek mythology that well or anything like that like that was after i read it and then i rewatched it i'm like oh my god there's so much in this movie i just got it as like the gaslighting and like mystery of it type thing so then what does knowing everything in titan do for you it, that's why I said like this can go up because this is what I got just on the first viewing and just discussing it a little bit. I think there's a lot to that movie that I don't know if I got just I mean, everything. I feel like there's so much nuance there, too, that I didn't get all of it. I mean, there's so many other characters in it that may have more involved. I don't know if it's only them or if there's more. I just feel like there is more. Maybe there maybe not. But I do feel I want to watch this again because I think there's more that I missed. Okay, and then so here's another question. Then this, and this, technically it was amazing. yeah, visually it's great. Yeah, but do you so knowing that so another character develop like character arc that didn't do anything for me was the dad's. So you're saying that he knew that it wasn't her the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loved wanted, loved her unconditionally just because of that. Wanted to love her always. He just wanted so to love. So where does his arc go anywhere then? If he wanted to love her the whole time, he forced himself to love her. Like trying to love, like loved her basically from the from the day she got. Or well, he, no, I don't. I didn't say he loved her from but the he, beginning. But he, he just always knew did. it wasn't his son. Yeah, but he wanted to fill a void. Well, you do see his growth. Like he was but still he hiding things that he was doing. But he, he was still change. acting kind of weird. He's like, talk, talk. And then he started stop. But he pushing. always did that. He though. gave her the key. Like he started giving her freedom and she came back and now he's starting to trust her more. And he's like, why are you always trying to leave? And then he lets her do the injection for him. And then he sees her like versus like hiding, like trying to hide, pretend he doesn't know who she is. He just like lets her know. He's like, I love you no matter what. Yeah, but he's like, you're my son no matter what. Just because he explains it to her doesn't mean that he didn't already think that. But it does show that his he's changing over time. He He is, though. I don't I didn't get any. He goes from like hiding all these things to just like pretending or the dancing when he starts. She 
shows him love back finally. You, like that felt like such a genuine moment between them when oh, he's like carrying her. Gross. Oh man, like because he's like, "Shut up! You don't talk about my son." And then she feels now she's starting to trust him, and then she get opens up to him, and he's so happy to finally have her open up because he's been waiting for that, and they just have that moment, and it's like so human. I don't know. But the whole time he wanted that and he was expecting that he wasn't though he was no that's why he was so happy but when, then he when got it happened it. it's like his arc didn't do anything it didn't change he did his character for me didn't was so underdeveloped he was one one facet the whole time but I, like he's he started dancing like to like show to like show her that he was like loose or whatever like having fun like he could have fun or whatever but it's like he doesn't. I don't think it, he was doing it for it, that. He doesn't need to have like a. Ch- the movie is about her character first off. Like she is the protagonist. Well, he is okay, the. Though, he's the every catalyst. Movie we just. Don't he's the catalyst to her characters. change. Well, no, he's we do second, care about him. He's a, literally the second. Every movie, every yeah. character in a movie doesn't have to have a arc that like this massive change in their character, person. right? Yeah. He is the catalyst for her change, and you learn a lot about him throughout the second half of the movie. Yeah, and plus he's old. It's not like his views need to change that much. But he just, he found someone to love again. And you get to see that in such little things that he just truly cares. Like if this was a cheaper movie, he would have like kissed her back and blah, 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 and did all that. But it wasn't. Like he literally, that showed right there. He just, he loved this person. He wanted to care for this person. And it's because he just had nothing. He had nothing else. And now he has someone to care about again. And like you can see how that changes in his work and like everything. When um, he commands her to do CPR, you know. Yeah. And then afterwards, it's like they have that that moment, you know, it's like, yeah, that's his job. There's a lot of things that show him in his job that kind of just show his character and then those things are what bring them like closer and closer. Again, it's all catalyst for her change, not really his change. Yeah. Don't care. I don't. I didn't buy into the relationship at all. Oh my god, their their relationship was so good. I don't know. I thought. I just thought it was forced and it w- like, like the direction wanted you to shove it down your throat. Like they're gonna like each other. And the whole time you knew it was going to happen. But there's a lot of so movies where you know that's that's going to happen, but they do it poorly. This this is, one did it poorly. Yeah, it's like me. one moment is like completely changes the whole relationship so, where they go from you like talked about how it's detached slowed. to yeah. attached. Yeah. Like it was a slow change because yeah. she was damaged. Like I understand that it's slow, but the fact that I didn't buy into it and it was that slow just it just felt like it fizzled out and it just felt like it was like, okay, when are they going to like each other now? Because I know it's coming. It was like, like it just felt like un, like under, I just didn't get anything from it. It was over, underwhelming. I don't know. I didn't feel like they had to like each other. I felt like based on how the movie started, they she didn't could have just to, use but they them did. For, until she knew needed they to were escape gonna. again. You, but no, you knew they were going to like I each didn't. Other. That's what I'm saying. I didn't. But it's like, a, it was a, it's like a feel good, like 
It come was. Up. This feel was good. not a feel good movie. <laughs> no, not a. I, did I say feel good movie? I said a feel good. It come wasn't up. though. It's a, like she was using very, him to get out. Like I was just waiting for. She could have left to, forever ago. Like this could have been like just a horror movie and been dark, and it turned into him like actually locking her in and using her as like some kind of slave. Like it could have easily went in that direction. Like it literally or the direction like, like you were saying her using him and like she she uh acts like she's getting closer to him but then just uses him and leaves him like there could have been a dark ending where she just like says yeah. like no and then he's like left in shambles again like i lost basically lost another yeah i mean look at her character up to that point like that could have been that would have been the obvious thing is her like either him becoming dark because he literally locked her in i'm like oh this is turning into her being a serial killer trying to escape and now he's locking her in and like now she's in the trap it's like uh, don't breathe like mm-hmm. they went to steal from the blind guy. It turns out now she they're the ones in the trap. I thought it was going to be like that. Oh, it could have easily. I don't know how you would not get that. Like, because I just literally assumed had that they were going to like each other and then they end up doing it. So it was why like, would I'm, you assume that, though? I just I don't know. That's the, oh well, that, that's the tone I got. There's no way. How is that the tone? Like the, she was a serial Jake? killer up to that point. So he so locked you, her in. She was trying to escape, and then she that? couldn't find okay, a key. Okay, fine. So how? But you're the like, tone that I got was that it was gonna happen, and it did. <laughs> so like, what brought what tone? Like, I need I need to hear what brought gave you the tone that that was gonna be the outcome. Because what? Where else was it gonna like, go? Do you watch like a kids movie or like oh murder is gonna happen in this? Like, because <laughs> that's how left field that would thought would have been by that point. Why? Because, like, nothing indicated that this was going to be a feel-good movie. I didn't say it was a feel-good movie. I said a feel-good tone. There, like, Yeah, but you said felt you like, felt that. Yeah, I did. How? Like, what J- gave you that What, is it be, you what does that it mean? Was- why, why, why does a certain moment, a certain smell give you nostalgia? Why? I don't know. It just does. I just knew that where this movie was going to go, and it did. And so it was it's underwhelming. It's an unexplainable sense Yeah, I can't. I can't uh, yeah, you can, you can watch <laughs> movies and foreshadow and it not be explicit and you'd be like oh i understand i know why that happened yeah but this is not like even like fight anything. club even like fight club that like, was, was an a obvious hu- one though. that was a huge twist to like a no. l- tons of millions of people that's a and twist I, is a but little I different but that. no but everything fight club does is to lead you to that conclusion this gave you nothing up to that point to lead you to that maybe conclusion. the subversion of that and made the it fact more that she was me. able to start with that and end with a feel-good like positive emotion is what that's was why I'm so saying crazy the tonal shift also was pretty bad to me like i said i liked the first half hour and then it just completely fizzles out for me and it's so a you long watch the first half hour you're like this is gonna be a feel-good movie no i didn't say that but as soon as the relationship started i knew that was gonna be a what was gonna when work did the relationship it. start as soon as it ha- like as soon as she got there that not at all she was like hiding and he was locking the door and like being all creepy yeah, but and jacob stuff. you you I don't know how you couldn't get where it was going to go. I can see where he, I can see what he's saying. Like it, it is out of left field, but I get that. But like, just because you'd think that it's left field doesn't mean that I didn't interpret the movie the way it was like it was going to go. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like, to, like nobody could have ever predicted that. It's not no. that drastic. No, but so I'm saying, it's a little. yeah, when they finally start warming up. Yeah. Then of course but, you can no, tell. No, but what I'm end. saying, so if it, so for for you, if you would have known, or like so, like if if it would have gone, like it didn't subvert anything for me, and it did for you. So I think that that's why you can appreciate it more. Where for me, it went the direction I thought it was gonna go. 
but even if it goes the direction you think it was going to go, it was still well done. That's the thing. Yeah, it's it, like it a lo- every done. kid a movie, movie ever, well done, just you can read from the beginning. Even like a lot of other, you know where it's going to go. Like if you watch a superhero movie, you know how it's going to end. Like the good yeah, guy's going to prevail. It doesn't mean that it's bad now because, oh, look, it new, does exactly. Did like, I say then Dark no, Knight's the a terrible nuances. movie? Then like. No, Jacob, you, you, every time I say something, you always do it like hyperbolic of it. Like, I'm not saying that every single fucking movie that doesn't subvert my expectations is a bad movie. I'm saying that this movie, from the t- the tone of the entire movie, didn't do anything for me because I knew where it was going to go. And it like in some movies, you can know that and that's fine. And you can accept like, for instance, the Bond movie, you knew what it was going to happen, kind of like you. It's an action movie. You know what to expect from a Bond movie. This movie I just got the initial tone from it and it carried through and it didn't do anything for me because it was exactly how I thought okay. it would play out. So, so the, the, but, the inner, but the inner workings of it don't matter to me because okay. this movie didn't do but it throughout based on that. Those your description didn't right there. So the Bond movie, you knew where it was going to go. You knew how it was and everything that it did, it was exactly what you expected and it ended the way it was, but you're going to get, that's guaranteed a higher score than you gave this movie. Uh, even though yeah. technically both are well done in every aspect and yeah but then then you're going on to personal <laughs> preference no because yeah, because you can look good but you can prefer a style of one movie versus another they can both look good i can like one painting and not another they're both masterpieces yeah but the way you're describing it, you're gonna i'm guessing you didn't like this movie you said I you said didn't it was like meh yeah so that's what i'm saying so what's the difference there so because like they're both technically well done they're both predictable to you you knew exactly what's yeah. gonna happen in both but they're bond both technically well yeah. done they both bond was had like tons of stupid parts that you said and tons of i can name tons of stupid parts in this movie it's just but like it's, that's just so nulls, that then just it's just like the there's nothing difference except you're just like you didn't want to like this movie no i did want to like and it. you went into bond wanting to like it no not at all. I, then what is the difference? Because one, one worried like like I said, Titan. It wanted to be a deeper movie, and for me, it wasn't. It was pretty shallow, and I didn't didn't care about the relationships at all. But and it Bond, was a deeper movie because it was dealing with so you, many sure. different psychological and okay, so many and different. All those, how many of those big, fell flat? None. A lot of them. To Kyle, mentioned the same thing though. A lot I'm of those inner workings into, fell flat. No, they were they were underdeveloped. They didn't. I just don't see think you got it though. Like, what's the what was the purpose of, um, like the the whole relationship with like conscience or whatever. Like what do you why mean? conscience? Like why was it? Why was his name conscience? Why was he so so? What was his like? He was a kind of a centerpiece of this movie. He was see. Up. He is one I think there is more to, but also he doesn't have to be except for the person who's like. Starting the yeah, doubt. but they put enough into him to, they put enough effort into trying to build his character. I don't think they really did that. Though. It didn't that that whole angle fell flat. Other than like that, he just ended up. But killing just him because I don't hundred percent like get what it was saying. I already said there's a lot more. I think I can get out of this movie, and maybe he does play a big part. And just because I don't get it doesn't mean it's bad. But if you, if yeah, but if you, they put a lot of. Like I'm saying, they put a lot of attention and a lot of so maybe there into is, him and but based on everything that she did throughout this movie, all of her intents and people 
had a meaning. It just so there must be more. And I just haven't gotten it yet. But his you weren't I don't know if you were supposed to care about him and her relationship. No, I don't think there the was that or whatever. Vincent I don't think her, her relationship with him or her. That guy had anything to do with anything. I don't I think mean, they were trying did. to build up a relationship because between her and him. The guy. No, no, no. But they, well, they were. They were like he was like upset because Vincent. He was like Vincent's right hand man. And then he was like when she has to do CPR, he's like, that's my job. And then he didn't let him do it. And then he was like all messed upset. And then he's like, I know there's something wrong with you. I know that like and then he was like talking shit and he goes, that's why he said, I'm God and this is Jesus. We all. You I mean, he wasn't talking shit. Conscience was. I thought the other. And then and then he talks to her in her ear and like yells at her saying, like, I know what you are. I know that you're so and so. OK, what is and the then, point you're making here? So though? then then the whole time, then he just ends up just killing him. So his name, just maybe his name is actually credited as Charrier or Charrier, which means to carry along, to go too far. He called. He said him, his name is Conscience in the movie. Yeah, that I was know, the translation. Credited yeah. as that was a translation. So like maybe he killed his conscience. Maybe different. And like that could mean something. I don't know. See, and then that's just like ugh. No, it's not. It's like oh, I killed my conscience. Okay, then I have to make the lighthouse literal. is gross because it's so literal on Proteus and Prometheus with him wanting to get to the light and the cr- li- seagulls but being the crows this, eating out his liver. See, this is what you're doing hyperbolic s- again. This is not hyperbolic. This yes. is a direct. Okay, listen. But you, you said I that was like that. Listen. I can like lighthouse because it is direct. But about then it. there's no reasoning for why you do. It's just uh, this is I like and this I don't. And that's movies. Mm. But uh, and it's you're a subjective saying, opinion. On movies. Okay. And it, I like Lighthouse infinitely more than this movie ever will even touch. Okay. And that has nothing to do with, that just has to do with direction, style, personal preference. No, it's acting, just everything. Pre- it's just personal preference. I like, no. It's, it's I like, there's one Because you have no reasoning. Of, like, I am giving you direct examples I between gave all these, these two movies. Too. You're not giving any reasoning. What? You're, you said your reasoning was because it's too... That's gross because it's so literal. And then the lighthouse is literal of the but it's of inten- a Greek yeah. mythology. and But that's good and the other one's bad. But it's intentional. They were both intentional. Titan was not intentionally so she unintentionally, Greek mythology. Let's say, she un- let's say it was him killing his conscience. So that was unintentional naming him conscious and him killing him. Yeah, that was... That's bad. I'm not saying that's what it is, but you're just saying that one was intentional, one's not. Yeah, one felt intentional, one didn't. Everything she did. Wouldn't that be like also the opposite of what literally happens? So that's like a dumb explanation anyway, because she gains conscience as she goes through the film. Yeah. Yeah. So then that explanation doesn't make sense. I'm not saying saying, so. That's don't look at it like it's gross because it's like that's a dumb explanation anyway. Yeah. Like I'm saying, I don't I already said I don't know. All of the interest, I feel like there's so much more I can get out of this. Just like The Lighthouse, I gained more as I watched it more. I did not love The Lighthouse as much as I, when I first, as I do now. And I feel like this is a movie that has growth that is, there's a bunch of things I don't get. This was what I got of a first viewing and a discussion about it. That's mm-hmm. it. And it, I, th- there's a lot there. So I know there's got to be more because there was a lot to the, this movie has a lot. <laughs> It's juggling. And that, what model, that's what muddies it. It tries to take on too much. 
But we, I don't know if it does. Maybe it doesn't. I'm just saying based I on think what it I was watched. going for that. Mm. Sure. I mean, there's a lot that we haven't talked about too, like identity, her changing her identity, gender identity also, her literally changing her gender. Yeah, that, that was another issue. Gender identity. They tried putting in. Which it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't have to say... Like I, like I said, I was missing a central through line, which kind of made these other things feel like in uncohesive to the movie. But with a, cent- a central through line, I can see how they how they don't have to. Yeah, like come that could to have just like, been a literal thing. Like, yeah, and it is very yeah. literal in the movie also. So it doesn't have to have this deeper meaning or they don't have to touch on it. They don't have to flesh it out as much. It's like it being there and it just her going through it is in a matter of fact way says more about it than having to like try to say expound upon about it. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause maybe she's not trying to say anything about it at all. Right. It just literally was needed for the plot. Yeah. There's that too. I like the, I like the central through line that you came up with already and I definitely want to rewatch it. I think it'll go up for me. So I will not rewatch this. I figured as much. Yeah. And it's, and I, if I do, it's going to go down. I would recommend Rob. But I think you'll hate that too. <laughs> I recommended Raw because I think you'll like it. Really? I haven't yeah. seen Raw since 2016. You guys both said it's better than this one. So I, just why I, watch it? It. I just rewatched yeah, it. I just rewatched it. I think it's very... You both said it's better. Well, Raw, again, Raw is something that you can yeah. watch and just everything on the surface take for at face value. It's very, it's much more genre, but then there's deeper things that you could get from it as well. Whereas this, I think you have to go right into the deep end mm-hmm. to get a appreciation of the plot. Yeah. Like, I watched Raw in 2016, I think it came out, so yeah. mm-hmm. I don't remember a ton from it. I definitely want to rewatch it. I just know when I watch it, I'm like, wow. It's that on was, Netflix. Yeah, I know. And I was like, wow, this movie, I love this movie. And that's why when I heard it was that director after this, I'm like, well, I'm watching this. I have to watch this movie because yeah. I just remember I really liked Raw, but I don't remember like much details about Raw other than I liked it a lot. And yeah. I remember coming I'll try out to, of it uh, feeling speak. like I liked it better. I won't say like that much about it then. Yeah, if you I guys are both planning it. on watching it. Yeah, I have seen it. So yeah, yeah, uh, it's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, fit in your little stupid thing. Thirty-one days of horror. Okay, anything else to say on Titan? <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot the one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you have any other? No, that, like thoughts, it, themes, or anything? those are the main things I took away. Yeah, like, and there, uh, some of those thoughts are still. A little bit underdeveloped. It's just what I have for so, now. So here's the question. If those never develop, does it go down? No. Because I think this at. is the Because, like, I mean, I came out of it with this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think this could only go up. Yeah, I think I have I it. Think I think unfair, I have it though. as low as it could be. I think right that's now. unfair because you. So you're saying your four star is like, or whatever you gave it, five, whatever, four and a half, whatever. I don't know what you gave it. But that's your baseline. And you're saying, okay, if it does this and this and this, it can go up. But if it doesn't hit any of those marks and it's actually opposite that, why wouldn't it go down? Well, because I don't think, because what it does already. Because you're giving it room to breathe or room to grow. And if it doesn't okay, grow at all. For me. And that those get on, those questions never get answered. Well, I don't. Why it's not it that down? I have questions. I just think there's more that I can get. Yeah. I, but like if, if, you it, don't, if I left right now, this is it. Like it's. It deserves this just based on what I know now. But if maybe that I think 
just based on what I got from this one viewing that there is more like it's not necessarily I have questions. I just think there is more to it that maybe I didn't see. Maybe I didn't notice that would make it go up more. But like, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there's I think anything when I give movies room to down. breathe and I'm like, OK, if this does this, this and this, that's when it's going to I think that it can grow. But if none of those reach and it's like then I'm like, OK, maybe my initial rating well, it might have been a little too high because well, I was yeah, then you're going to too grow. high. He's saying he's saying he's not going. That's on you for rating it too high. He's yeah. saying he's not rating it too high. Yeah, but I also because think if, that if it's it not leaves, fair to not go down, like to say that it can never go that's down. On is him. On, yeah, like you're so you're going too high. You're saying like if you rate it at X and it do, and it leaves those questions unanswered, then it would go down. Like if I, if something, if I had, if I had unanswered questions or things about it, then I would say, okay, it's at minimum this. And then if those questions get answered, then it can go up. But But if if those don't get answered, then it stays where it's at. Yeah. Like it's already there. That's the whole point of room to grow, not room to shrink. It doesn't need any more. It's fluid. Like it doesn't need any more. And I'm happy with where it is. That's you and your rating. Then That's up to you. If you want to rate it, if you want to overrate it. Did I say you should do that? Or did I say, uh, can you? I'm I'm just saying the definition of room to grow is here's your baseline and it can go up from there. It's not going. He's saying it's not. That's what I'm saying. Sure. If you find more problems. That's what would happen. You would have to find more yeah, those additional questions problems. Don't get answered and no, you find no, more problems. No, no, more problems besides those questions. Then it can go down. Yeah, because if the yeah, because it's already there. Like, but you just you explicitly said it will not go down. Yeah, it's yes, not going to go down. But if there's problems that you find, it can go. But down. I don't think besides the yeah. questions, then yes. In addition to those questions, but I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to find more problems with it because those are usually things I would have caught like right away. As being not egregious, if you expect, if you had high expectations, going like it in. would have to have like glaring problems that I would watch. Could like were the great the rating I have it at, it would have to have some glaring problems that I somehow missed right. in a movie theater where I'm completely focused on it with no distractions that I would have had to miss. And I just don't think there's that many problems that I, I think missed. expectations play into that though. Like you can I mean, overlook things, but I already like it now. So now my expectations are at where they are. Like mm. I had high expectations that usually can hurt a movie. And that's why I think I even lower got lower than I did like where I am. Cause I already started this by saying it could have been, maybe I rate it too low. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I already had high expectations going into this based on raw and yeah. So well, you said you didn't even, you don't even remember anything about raw. No, I remember I really loved Raw, though. I yeah. just don't remember all the details of it. Yeah. I mean, and it won the Palm d'Or. That that adds an expectation, an additional expectation to yeah, it. I didn't know that. Oh, well, but I knew that. <laughs> yeah, so that would have even had higher expectations. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's small thing. You know, imagery. It's basically like, an Oscar, the, yeah. Yeah, I try to avoid trailers, but like just like seeing imagery from No Time to Die, I was like, oh, man, like the imagery in this movie looks awesome. And I, I still love the way it looks, but it just like hyped it up. And, you know, expectations hurt that movie for me, probably. So, yeah. And this one, both ways. I had higher expectations and it mostly met those. So which is not easy to do, especially on your sophomore movie, like which is usually <laughs> can be worse. Right. So, yeah, I don't think it, it will. For me, it, there would have to be like this glaring thing that I didn't notice the first time that would bring it down. But for me, it's probably going to go up. Cool. Cool. Okay, ratings out of five. 
Give it a four. 2.5. I gave it a 3.5. Okay, uh, let's get into what else we've been watching. You guys want to kick it off with Annihilation? Since Annihilation. we watched that. Uh, we can. All right, so... I still think I need Kyle to explain more of this movie to oh, me. Oh, I will. <laughs> yeah, so, because, okay, I will start by saying... I greatly enjoyed this. I definitely enjoyed this quite a lot more than I did the first time I saw it. Just alone with the feeling. I mean, I have so many more movies now under my belt with this, you know, the critical eye. Mm -hmm. And this is the world it creates is one of the best things about it. It's just I love the feeling. I just it's hard to explain, but it's the vibe, right? Like Mm -hmm. Ex Machina. This is like weird. I can't explain how... Or devs like, he just makes this vibe. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's his Tony sets. He establishes a I tone don't know, very well. It's this weird, like mysterious, <clears throat> hard to explain. Like anything could happen, and it's just this dark, almost oppressiveness that just just permeates throughout the whole thing. And it's just this: you're always constantly waiting for something to happen, and it's just there the whole time. Like this weird unknown almost like exploring space type feeling right it's just like the unknown and that's what his movies and Cho feels like just unknown and it's saying things again i may not get all those things and that's for me it's like yeah it was easy for me to get titan you know his movies it's like uh it's so much harder for me but i love just the atmosphere alone in what it builds and what it looks like and obviously acting is really well got really good in this movie so that's the biggest part i love the plot the premise and the, where the plot goes but i don't really know what it's talking about at all like i don't have a theory for this mm. yeah and that's it, my biggest problem yeah yeah annihilation pretty much stayed right where it was for me i didn't get any more out of it um, I do like the the atmosphere it creates. I love the little shimmer on that. You know, once you're in the, is it? It's called shimmer, right? Mm, the shimmer. Once you're in the the zone, aka shimmer, you feel the atmosphere in there. That's really cool. This is a lot cornier than I remember. It's it's a lot of corny, cheesy parts in this. Not a lot, but there's some that were like I was like, this is pretty like very corny. Um, and I also don't understand. The inject like the whole DNA angle. I think that they like the fact like it's like the DNA when you get in the shimmer like gets altered, but somehow you end up turning into a plant. I don't. I didn't really get that whole transitional DNA period. I also think that they inject they s- and added certain scenes of like like the crocodile, for instance, that was kind of corny the deer with like flowers on their antlers was kind of like whatever for me. Um, but like, I do like the, the whole, um, what's the, what's the term when you do have that overall dread? It's like a style Lovecraftian. Is that what it is? Or it's like, you don't think anything's going to go right. Yeah. Oh, that's not Lovecraftian is more like, like the look cut just kind of like the I mean, look established Lovecraft does create monsters. that kind of sense of dread though like, right I get like that's you, always yeah. in his all like that's an overall theme is like yeah. this 
this plaguing dread of like, is anything good going to happen? Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it is a really good movie. I just don't know. Like, this is like, this is my second time viewing it now. And I think it's like pretty cemented for me now. Like, I don't know if even getting anything, if there is anything more, I don't know if that helps it for me at all. Um, I just think that some of the, it just wasn't, it's just not certain parts aren't fully fledged out for me and that's fine. But other than that, it's like obviously great acting looks great. The score is really good. Um, yeah. Well, I would recommend watching it continuously, not on whatever service and also paying attention fully. That'd be the two main things. I watched it. Pay attention. <clears throat> okay, sure. Uh, Annihilation is one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> well, for me. Yeah, I love this movie, obviously. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the show. I don't think I have rewatched it since we've been doing it. I don't think so. But uh, yeah, like you said, Garland has definitely a tone and style that he establishes in all of, in all of his movies. I think it's probably at the best here. Um I like how it goes back and forth between, you know, her, she, she is an unreliable narrator. That's like what you need to know first. And that's not really, um, established like in the movie, you kind of have to pull that yourself. So that's like the number one thing is what she's saying. And these things, what you're seeing is actually from her point of view and her, her retelling of it. So it's not oh, yeah, necessarily yeah. always cause it always fact. goes back to her right. in the interview. Yeah. Okay. So that's what that's what makes the end so great and it be so ambiguous is like she could be saying something she could be saying this is what happened, but obviously because if it's not her it telling, ends. she's yeah. gonna say something different because she doesn't want to get found out, you know. So that's the ending, or I guess just a major part of it. Yeah. Imagery, amazing. The DNA, that whole angle is has to do with refraction. I mean, they say it multiple times. I know, but what is that? What what is refracting DNA make you turn into a plant for? Who turns into a plant? The the black chick. Yeah, Tessa Thompson. She yeah. has like she literally turns into a plant, and the deer have plants in their antlers. Yeah, so if she has plant DNA sequence in her, then it would she would. But she how does starts, it get there? They're in the shimmer. That's how. Yeah, but why doesn't anyone everyone else turn into plants? They. Or any everything turn into plants. They get like the t- you see like the tattoo transfer. I mean, there's like small things, and I think that happens at such a fast rate. There's it happens right after she says like the whole moment about accepting like That's acceptance. What I thought it. So the way I took it is like it kind of depends on the person. So right. she just she didn't want to fight and hold herself together basically anymore. So. Yeah, she says that. That's yeah, like whereas I, like I don't want to fight. She had to get to the end. She like Natalie Portman, you know, this character wanted to get to the end, and like she was just wanting to fight to hold herself together. Where she's like, I'm just, you know, it's kind of beautiful just being a part of this. So she just accepted it, and that's why she kind of happens quicker. Yeah. Right. I mean, and you I, see it in the other people as well. Like their insides are moving. Um, like it's uncomfortable she, to fight it. Yeah. It happens. It happens to them. It's just not as explicit as like her. Yeah, and I I get that. Obviously, it's 
a story, right? So it's you you kind of have to go based on what Natalie Portman says, but also the fact that it was injected saying that it's like refracting DNA and they added the whole DNA angle when I think that they could have took that out and I still would have gotten... Like, I don't think that they needed to add the whole sci-fi DNA angle into it for it to still be as effective. Like, her accepting, like, be just becoming... Like, they added... I feel like that happens in Garland sometimes, too. He just tries to be too high concept sometimes, and I think that, that him adding this into this movie was just to add some sci-fi angle of something that that necessarily I don't think needed to be there. Well, there's more, there's, it's, you're taking it at like exact face value. There's, there's more there than just that. Like with the whole thing with them coming, like their whole goal is to be like, you know, what do they want? What do they want? What do they want? And it's said explicitly in the movie, they, maybe they don't want anything like this is just inevitable change. And that's like, I don't know exactly what the books are about, but I would say a big part of this is probably climate change and some like some environmentalist angle. Like this is just, this is like inevitable change. And yeah, you know, well you think about when, you know, we have all these great structures and such, but as soon as we let it go to entropy, right. It just earth reclaims it and takes it back over. And maybe that was the earth reclaiming her. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Death reclaims. That's awesome. And I love that. But adding the DNA angle didn't, like just kind yeah, of but added an just extra wasn't literal though. Yeah. It just like, I mean, you have to have some kind of, you know, r- I guess reason for that. Or like, I think that Jacob's reasoning of saying like, it's just the shimmer. Like if like if nature just kind of starts reclaiming things and you said that entropy and I think they, they refer to it as annihilation. Like, is that cause they, they use the word annihilation as like a, to describe the situation i think right or like something happens they say that it reaches annihilation right yeah so that's why i'm thinking like if if you did have that angle of like nature kind of just starts taking over things then i think that that dna and that's i think that that would have been more effective for me than adding that refraction of dna because i just think like i said i think it added an extra element that i don't necessarily think it needed uh yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know how you can have both like in the same. I took it the same as like going back to time. Like doesn't mean she literally had to have sex with a car or something or like did these things. It's just like showing that, but it's not meaning that what it's showing. And they, they were just. Yeah, but there's no dialogue of her saying that the car gave me pregnant. Yeah, but. This one is like explicit dialogue. R- right, but it's sci-fi. That, that's explaining itself. Yeah, right, it's but like it was explaining what was happening, but like that was for the viewer to see, but it's not what it was actually saying, literally. Yeah, like you, the it's crocodile symbol. scene, for example, like there's no way we would have known that it was a cross, a crossbreed or whatever without that dialogue. Like the deer, yeah, you can see that. Like it's just it's a it's a visual, but like there's things that I don't know. I feel like that has to be in there, and it's I don't know. I don't know why that is like such a a problem like because it goes together with the plot and everything and I guess what's happening in the in the shimmer I guess if you didn't have it like I just don't think though that imagery it would have been almost too ambiguous like everything that's happening and you would have missed 
like some things you would have been wondering, I guess, why that is rather than knowing this is why it is. It's kind of like, uh, not mirrors, uh, the Tarkovsky movie. Stalker. Stalker. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it says these things are happening, but we don't, it doesn't mean it's literally happening. Like, Mm. could just be. This, this actually did happen. Right. The event. Well, I mean, again, this, it's coming yeah. from the perspective of somebody Correct, saying the, what happened. The, the meteorite did hit. Yeah. And the shimmer is growing. And the and shimmer expanding. is yeah. real. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. everything inside of it, you don't know if it actually happened or not. I mean, yeah. Like, I take most of that stuff, like the refracting and everything, all of that, I take that pretty literally. Yeah. I guess the ending is where that's supposed to play a bigger role. Yeah, whether I she meant is that is happening, herself. <laughs> but it's a symbol for it meaning something in re- to us, yeah. the viewer. If that makes yeah. sense. And then, <laughs> and then they add the refraction angle of like whoever character got like that that the bear's voice switched to. I forget who that was. Yeah, her voice got refracted into the bear's voice. Yeah, because he ripped her throat out, her vocal cords. Yeah. But that's what I, I just think. I don't know about the whole refraction angle just doesn't. I don't know. It just is like kind of weird to me. Yeah, maybe. I think it makes like sense. It's just like it's like, oh, this is happening because of refraction. Oh, now this is happening. Oh, it's because of the refraction. It just kind of feels like a, like a caveat that they can just fall back on and say, oh, this happened because of refraction. And well, it's something that is it. it's something that they say, but. Again, this the whole shimmer literally is completely alien to us. Like some stuff, you kind of have to. That's what I'm looking for. Not yeah, since crutch. At the only info you ever get, you never get any new info because everyone who goes into it, right, never comes out. And the only people oh, the, person who's ever come out doesn't really talk about what happened. In and there. it wasn't really him, right? As yeah, because he blows himself up. Yeah. Well, you know, that's phosphorus, but that's what I'm saying. So they don't know every time they're in there is the first time they're trying to figure out what's happening, but nobody actually knows what's happening. They're right. just trying to. I just think to. that the explanation that that's used. But maybe that's not what that. it is. That's just what they are, you know, hi, their hypothesis since they're just now learning but this either as way, they're there. Okay, but the movie is still lending. So that's how it's described to us. So the only way that we can understand it, watching it, would be through these refractions. So that's us. That's them telling us this is why that's happening. Yeah, I mean, Where it's in, obvious in movie, things that you're seeing are blending together. Right. And then the movie. How, how strict you want to be on the rules is up to you, really. But it's com- yeah. it's still completely the, the foreign and. Right. And like to them, you know, you're saying like they don't know the information, but to us. We're supposed to know the information. I mean, we don't know not, either. Yeah, yeah, not like a hundred percent. Again, but it's like you don't know. There's not a thesis written on this. Is literally just her coming back and telling this, telling it as she saw it. Right. But it's still like not an issue with me. I just think it was just like a crutch that they were just using to describe certain things that happened. But what? What? I don't understand what they describe is like. The bear refracting, the DNA yeah, refracting. I they're know. Like, I'm saying, why oh, this, is that like a problem? Ha- because it's just like, it's just they use that word, and they use this, 
thing just to basically describe the und- indescribable. And they only use it. Bec- they only use that word to do that. Yeah. But I think the refracting was literally just just the way to say things are mixing. DNA is being hybridized. Yeah. And then it's, I could see yeah. that happening and that's all I got. Like, yeah, but like was it that weird events happen? That was it's li- like uh, you have to <laughs> like I don't if you don't have it, it's like then they go in and uh, I don't know, like it would be like stalker basically straight up. Yeah, it would. I be mean, there wouldn't the really be a sci fi angle to it. Like, I know what it, it does. It's well, it's lends to sci-fi. a lot of good imagery and good moments. Oh, and yeah, absolutely. Explains you know why that what happens to them as well and that's another theme like a huge theme is them everybody in that group like basically being self-destructive like yeah they all have like their yeah their cr- or um uh ventures has yeah, cancer yeah. yep yep natalie portman there's always there's something wrong with her marriage like self-destructs her own marriage uh the one lost like a kid or something i think but yeah, they all like have these these the reasons. The one the doctor is like a failing, like alcohol. Was she like alcoholic or what was the main? Oh, recovery. Um, the which like one? the like the main one. Ventress. She has cancer. Oh, she has cancer. Okay. Yeah. The one lost kid. I don't remember what the other ones are. Anyway, um, I do love that it's just a group of five females. I love that, and they don't really even ever like. Because it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. yeah, it just is. It's just a band. I just of, love that. Just is band of sisters. Yeah, not a band of brothers. Yep. In the end. Yeah. So, one of my favorite moments when I watched this, I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that when I saw that in theaters, probably changed my life. <laughs> that whole sequence it's in the cool. lighthouse. Yeah, it's really cool. The score. Yeah, that's amazing. Best the visuals were really cool. The visuals, the visuals in the yeah, I'm kaleidoscopic, like, yeah, amazing. Yeah, thing. It's like, and you don't, yeah. And then just morphs to this. Yep. Anamorph. Oh yeah, and the thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. just a floating orb that just and it transfers to looks an anamorph. So and uh, the way it looks, like and the it way doesn't it look CGI, too. and yeah. it doesn't look real. It's like it in the middle. Alien. It's so yeah. crazy. It looks alien. Yeah. You're talking about the orb thing. No, the figure. Yeah. The, oh. the, the humanoid. Yeah. It doesn't look CGI, but it doesn't look real. It's somewhere in the middle. It's so off. It's so unsettling to look at. I feel like they used. I think it's perfect. Like an actual person. They did. They, it's the girl CGI from the girl from devs. Is that is that humanoid? Oh, the, the uh, not Asian. Is she yeah, Asian? She's Asian. I also love the part when she like goes to escape and just weighs against her. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's like cool. mirror link. And then but not really. Yeah. Well, yeah. because it's not, it's just, it's just doing trying it to because, learn yeah. what she does and how she moves, but it's not actually, it doesn't have to mirror her, which was awesome. Where they, The way they represented that is when she hit it and it's like, bam, hits yeah. her back. Like it's a, always like, it's, it's always like half step off also. It's yeah. like not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And then the very end when it gets out. And oh, oh well, I'll touch back on this. But in the very end, when it gets out, and then she basically confronts Kane and says, "You're not Kane, are you?" He's like, "No, I don't know what I am." And then you see it like Kane's uh, shimmer in her eye, as well, huh? Kane's her Oscar Isaac is yeah, Kane. Okay. Yes, yeah, Oscar Isaac. When they hug, and then you see the yeah. shimmer in her eye and his eye. Too. Well, you knew it. Well, yeah, you, you kind of got that he was. 
kind of because yes, because he well, well you, you see it on film that he yeah. kills himself. You knew it was him because he killed himself. Yeah, you see that. But it's then very, her, you don't. And then her, because she's an unreliable narrator, there's the possibility that she is a replica as well, and replicant. she's hiding it. Yeah, They're yeah. Intentionally, it could have been either she details. is the replica and she killed the original, or the original somehow used like the re- refracting to. <laughs> It's re- all, if you want to establish it, it's just refraction. And um, you need an so explanation. when you get back to so when you find out that he is not himself and then you think back, you have to rewatch it to get these images. But in the beginning, when they're in the kitchen, all the imagery is shown through. Um, well, it's not shown through it, but there's foreshadowing because of the water glass. And he is like a reflection of in the water. Like it's everything's reversed because it's refracting. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. Every time. Because he's not himself. It's a banger. And then in the uh, the water in next to her as well is another thing that points to her not being herself in the interview room. There's a lot of Good. reflecting imagery. Refracting. Sure, refracting. Oh, yeah, <laughs> refracting, refracting would be like it's not a reflection. Yeah, yeah refracting it's is the opposite. The opposite. Reflection. Yep. That's what I meant to say. Do you think gonna, is there going to be any more? Hopefully not. Does Garland plan on doing any Don't touch No, he's going to... He does, does new somebody, things every time. Does somebody I tackle the not. other two? No. This was a bomb. They're not going to make a sequel to it. It bombed. Oh, was yeah, it, it though? Like it, got, it was on Netflix. No, it got like no, 52 million. It was a bomb. Yeah, but that was in the US. Like, it was Netflix everywhere in the world, though. Budget was over I don't know the what, box office, though. Yeah, I don't know what would define it in terms of, like, Netflix, how much Yeah, you don't know how well it, it did for Netflix. Yeah, I, that's true, but, but it doesn't matter how many anymore. views it. It doesn't matter how many views because I don't think unless it's in the contract that they pay out per view, it's. I think it's bought for a lump sum and then, that's that's it. Right, right. Isn't that what it means when they acquire something? Right, they but buy maybe it it's not even on Netflix. Maybe it brought in. It's that's hard the to, whole. It's a gamble every time because yeah, like, they're not making money from it. Yeah. but maybe it got did well. Like a lot of people watched it. Oh right, to yeah. green light a sequel. Yeah, yeah. That, I okay. mean he apparently did well enough that Hulu wanted to <laughs> get devs made. Well, right? Hulu has Annihilation mm-hmm. too and Netflix doesn't anymore. So that's No, cool. Netflix never had in the US and Canada. They own the rights to the world. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Everywhere else. Gotcha. Yeah. That's why US and Canada you had to watch in a theater. So yeah, the budget was 40 million and it only made 43. So, mm-hmm. bomb. Yep. Bombed in theaters. But it set off a bomb in my heart. And in your pants. And in my shorts, and we don't know what were the sales after. Uh, That's just as gross or gross movie worldwide. Well, I just got it on 4K because opening weekends <laughs> U.S. and Canada got 11 million. I just gave it 15 more dollars. I bought it on 4K as well, and yeah. I wish I would have watched. I wish I would have left and watched it on 4K in my house. I'm gonna rewatch it's it. I just want to see what yeah looks like. Oh yeah, on it's like gonna physical. sing. Yeah, because it's beautiful to look at. One of my favorite things to look at is when the guy's like spread out on the wall and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was cool. Oh, my God. That looks so good. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Then do the beach before she gets the lighthouse. Like all the trees are like glass. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Do you want to slap a rating on this bad boy? Yes. What are you saying? I gave it a four. I also gave it a four. Going a six. (laughs) (laughs) Five. It is a it's a pretty heavy four. Yeah, it's one that could also go up. I mean, I also gave T Town a four. So this one I would definitely watch again. 
There you go. I've already watched it again. Not watch since this, uh, but watch some watch some YouTube vids. I'll send you. Some I gotta links. watch Arrival again too. Though. <laughs> I gotta watch that as well. I have that. That's been on the list for a while. Don't you have it? Mm-hmm. I said yeah. I have it. I just haven't. Oh, I've have not watched it since I bought it. Okay, uh, I got one other thing. Who wants? Does anybody else have anything? Yes, I have multiple. Okay, you wanna go? Yes. So on my horror movie, trying to do the Scaretober or Spooktober, whatever anyone calls it, I am trying to watch thirty-one horror movies in a month of October. So, and I'm trying to use my Shutter account. We've been over this. Um, so I watched a little Shutter original called Scare Me. And Jacob, I think that you would really like this movie because it is a horror comedy. You you love that genre. Um, so basically, it's these two two people, two writers. One's highly successful, the other one's not. Um, a male, female. The female's the successful one. And then, basically, um, they the power goes out, and she they go get in the same cabin, his cabin, and they just tell horror story like ghost stories to each other. So it's like this very classic um, approach to a movie, like a very basic, like, yeah. scare me. That's why they call it, like, tell me a horror story oh, to scare scary me. Stories to tell, <laughs> scary, scary stories, stories yeah. to tell in the dark. Like a very easy classic premise, but this one's done very well. Um, and like there's, uh, and it made me laugh like a couple times, actually. Like I had some actual laughs because it because of the dark humor and the the horror the comedy element of it being in horror um but there's like these cool visuals that when they're telling the story they're acting it out but sometimes you'll have these like a shadow of like he's like a werewolf and it, like you'll see him walk up the stairs and like a shadow of a werewolf and then his hand reaches around like the wall and it's like a werewolf hand and then he pops out and it's like it's like okay and then this happened and he's so it's like this really like loose storytelling but just felt very authentic and very um i don't know just that very authentic and it's a very like i said very basic premise like two people sitting and telling scary stories so to each other small budget oh one there's like one scene like one area super it's had them in super micro budget like there's three one one the third guy comes in for a little bit he's he's from snl a uh, guy from snl that's like a comedy or comic from there he like comes in for like a little bit and it's just so natural he's like a pizza delivery so he's a delivers their pizza and then he like starts telling stories with them and then he's like all right i guess i gotta go finish my route and he's like two hours behind <laughs> delivering pizzas but he's just like okay see i gotta go finish my route and he just like leaves to go <laughs> deliver the rest of his two hour late pizzas that he didn't finish but just really like i said very simple but very short. I think it's an hour and a half and funny. It had some good parts. Um, so I gave it a four star. Four out of five. Cool. Uh, okay. Like I said, I'll try not to talk too much on this. If you guys plan to watch it soon, yeah. you should. I do. I am talking about Raw from 2016. Julia Dr. No's first film. Uh, I remember watching this a while ago. Uh, I think it was like, I want to say 2017 or 2018, maybe. Uh, really, really liked it, but didn't really remember much about it. And rewatching it, it is a masterpiece. I think it's an awesome art house 
genre blending film very much like well probably less like mandy but how mandy kind of blends those two worlds i think this does the same thing there's awesome imagery um the two main characters it focuses on are sisters uh that relationship is extremely interesting uh the music is amazing and it's used very well uh like when certain moments are happening you hear that swell and feel that music swell and just all the music is amazing in it as well. Um, it starts like the opening scene ties into the movie later and you kind of have to piece that together. But I remember that I heard the opening specifically scene from the crazy good. first one. Uh, yeah. Was that good. the party? Scene? No, I don't know. I just was like reading a quick review and th- this guy doesn't do spoilers. So I, the I way that it his. ties in. Yeah. It, said, like, the it impacts you like, more incredible. when you when you figure it out. But yeah. And it has an amazing ending as well that is just haunting and leaves it kind of... I could see where some people would say like, oh, that's dumb. Like what what the implication of the ending is, Could they would say it's dumb. But I kind of like it because of the way the genre that it plays in. Like I think it, it cements it more as a genre film. And I like that. And yeah, I love the performances. Um, like I said, it's kind of hard to tell with foreign films, but I think it's very obvious that the lead here is amazing. And yeah, what else to say about Raw? Great we'll image. talk about it like next I said, episode. And her direction is just like, like I said, like for this to be your first film, it's pretty mind-blowing. Robert Eggers. Yes, on par. That's what I'm saying. She's right there. Like exactly. <laughs> As new, yeah. we have a a lot of new filmmakers that are right up there with two films, Ari Aster, another one. Mm-hmm. It's probably a couple more I could think of, but oh, yeah. yeah, love raw. Can't wait for you guys to watch it. And, uh, we can discuss it more. Five out of five. Boom. Bumped you did, it up. You didn't have any Bumped it up said. from a 4.5. No. I'm just looking. Cause she technically had like, I'm guessing like she had a short, short. No, it was like 90 four. minutes oh. called Manj. Oh, oops. Sorry. No, it's it's old though. I don't know if it's a yeah, but still, it only has like nine reviews and stuff. So I don't, I don't know if it's like a student film or something. Got to count it though. Mm, I literally can't find it. It's a TV movie, so so and she was also a co-director on it. I want to, I want to see it though, but literally, I have, I have no where, I have no idea how to find this movie. I've been searching. You still have to watch all of Edgar Wright's. Yeah, TV movie Dude. and co-directing, co-directing and co-writing. The hey. cowboy one. I don't know. His student film. That's actually in his direct. Yeah. He claims that is his first movie though. Yeah. It's the only one I haven't mm-hmm. seen. The cow. What's I forget what's called. Have you even seen Baby Driver? Nope. That's yeah. the only one I have. Well, other than the first one. Anyway, it's good. I watched a little ditty well. called Super Dark Times. And this movie is a banger. Um, it is Stand By Me with a hard R rating. Like, it's very uh, violent, but it follows this group of, like, four kids um, kind of doing teenage teenage stuff, um, you know. And the way that this, I don't know, it, the, the way that this movie was able to invoke, like, the nostalgia of like high school, it was like jaw dropping. Like the 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 way that they that this uh, director 
set up scenes and set up moments was just like pretty uncanny. And it like, I found myself at times just like, like just being completely immersed and like leaning forward in my, in my, on my couch, just like totally intensely invoked in this, into this, um, movie. And it's, I've never, I haven't had that feeling from a movie in a very long time of just pure, pure nostalgia and pure, like just set. Here's, here's the scene. And it's just like an, like a normal scene, but the way that it's set up and the way that the director constructs that scene just gives you this feeling that I don't know how to describe. And I've, I haven't had it happen in a long time. And this movie definitely did it. Um, the score is really good. Acting is awesome. Like these are nobodies from what, from my standing other than the one kid was like in Charlie St. Cloud. He's been a couple things, but like not well known by any means. So there's not any really well known actors in this. Um, and I don't even know if this director has anything else other than this. I didn't really do much digging on him, but, um, just very, very good movie. Um, definitely horror um but it's just i can't say too much too many good things about this movie like it's just awesome and it's a very it's pretty simple like it's not it's not gonna wow you with like twists and this big plot like in this deep storyline it's not gonna do any of that but the way the fact that it does this tight-knit storyline and doesn't doesn't fall off of it keeps the same tone doesn't have any holes in it it's like and like that's that's the beauty of like simplicity that we talk about like when you can have a simple movie and it just stays simple and works it just it's it just speaks to like the direction and it speaks to the the volume of this director had a intention and he stuck with it throughout the whole film and that's just a nice it's nice to see a simple movie just work so well. And um, this was this was it. And it's super good. Definitely recommend it is another. Um, I think it's Shutter. No, it's not. It's not. Shutter. It's on Shutter, but it's also on Canopy, too, I think. And Hulu. And Hulu. Um, but yeah, great. Great movie. Definitely highly recommend it to anyone and everyone. Um and I think he's only had... Yeah, this is his only f- movie. The only other one was a 45-minute short, that looks like. Or music. So I don't know what it is, but... Very good. Certified. Five-star. Banger. I'm gonna come. <laughs> so... Watch... Uh, I what I like. Oh! This movie also, I, for, I forgot to mention. Very, very funny, actually. There's very comical parts in this and i the way that another way that he was able to capture this this um atmosphere and it it was through the dialogue of the teenagers and i've never it's hard to find movies that like that portrays teenage boys like that well and this movie just just encapsulates what like you just what you talked about in high school you know it's just very cool <laughs> he said like this person what do you say this kid actually looks like a spot on a bagel <laughs> and yeah. he said like 
Kid looks like an ice sculpture, and he says, "Yeah, she always reminded me of a backpack." And like just stupid, funny, like quirky things, like that were just so funny, and I laughed a lot. And I don't know, the movie's awesome. All right, here it here first. Josh loves teenage boys. Love them. <laughs> He's gonna rename his uh, letterbox account to Teenage Boy Lover. Little Boy Lover. <laughs> Little Boy. Yeah, I know. So you know exactly his so uh, exactly priorities. <laughs> 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 All right, is that it for you? Nope. Okay. Uno mas. Okay. Another horror film, known as They Look Like People. Another m- super micro budget. Um, feels kind of like like early Nolan, like the following kind of looks, but not black and white, but kind of like that tone. Um, and this is by directed by Perry Blackshear. I don't know, but basically this guy can convinces himself in his mind that there's no such like people don't exist anymore. Um, he has this mental disorder that basically he thinks that everyone is a is a shapeshifter and they're just either good or bad and he thinks there's like this war that's going to happen and between the good and evil shapeshifters and the only relationships that he has with with everyone that he's ever met is if they're a good shapeshifter or a bad shapeshifter and it's like and he has like this one friend that's like his close that's the only person that he's ever like related to and that even come becomes kind of muddied because he doesn't know if if he's just blacking it out because it's his friend or if he actually is just a good like shape shapeshifter um so it's it's a cool cool balance between it and it had some really cool cool visuals for being like like i said super micro budget like this movie couldn't have anything but thousands of dollars behind it um but it 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 um juggled between like this very high concept and just like a very simple easy low budget movie but it had the same cinematic large experiences that you would expect from like a big horror movie but it also had the very small what's that I was gonna look for the budget. Can't find it. Very small. Yeah, it, like I said, it couldn't been couldn't have been much. Um, but it's just I don't know. It's just a really cool movie, and the ending is pretty pretty awesome. Um, but it just kind of it it touches on like schizophrenia without being too aggressive with it. Sometimes you watch these movies and it like kind of like shines a bad light on schizophrenia, which in some cases it can be, but this movie just tackles that without it being like, oh, this person's just going to start killing people. Like, because a lot of times schizophrenia is like, it's a I mean, serial killer. I deal killer. with a lot of people who have schizophrenia. Yeah, so. <laughs> but like a lot of horror movies, you think like, yeah. they're like, oh, this is why he's killing people because he has, he's multiple disorder, like multiple personalities. And like, yeah. well, schizophrenia usually, is when you have delusions, which would be exactly like seeing, yeah. like believing that and people like, die. So yeah. Because you actually see those things, like really see those things. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times schizophrenia people see a dog chasing them and like that's fucking scary. That's I remember one of the things I said, they're like, I wish the things I saw looked fake 
because then I would know it's right. fake. But most of the time, the things I see look are real things like a dog chasing them. Like, what if it is a dog chasing them? So mm-hmm. they have to run. Mm-hmm. But then there's nothing there. But what if there was? So, yeah. And that's this movie tackles that. It's yeah. it's really it's not offensive with it. Like sometimes it, I feel like yeah. dealing with that can be mental illness in general can can get offensive and be almost downgrading or in this movie just it's just his life and that's how he sees life and you ca- you see it from his point of view and he gets like these calls at night from this random number and he's like you guys won't believe me if i told you but like, like memento no just kidding and then the title obviously like they yeah. look like people yeah and he doesn't like every he just convinces himself that every person in this entire universe is not they're just these shapeshifters that look like people. So that concept alone, and you carry that through, it's like all these things, you don't know if he's seeing it, it's real, and you just are along for the ride with it. And it's really cool, awesome concept, very well done. Acting even, like, no, these guys are, I think they were producers of the movie. Like, they were <laughs> they were just, like, that's how small this budget was. And, um. Yeah, just awesome movie. Really cool. Another, like I said, it on Shutter again. Got some awards for I think in Sundance, but didn't I didn't I just look, typed in best movies on Shutter because I want to use my <laughs> use my um use my subscription because I n- never really use it. But yeah, very good. Another another um banger four star movie. All right, you ready for a real quick? Summer Dumb segment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, yeah. I was going to do the new image of the Willy Wonka prequel, but then it just is an image. So I already saw it. Was it hard him? To, yeah, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram. Who? Kind of hard to... Uh, Chalamet. Oh, I have... I kind of hard to really it. draw any thoughts from it, besides being super brief. So then I was going to do just the movie itself, but I've never seen Paddington or Paddington 2, so I don't really have many thoughts on what this movie is going to be like. I don't know. If, I don't think I've you guys have seen Paddington. About them. I Paddington. hear great things about yeah. them, but I still haven't seen them. Uh, so this is kind of old, but we are gamers and um, this is a, uh, a new video game movie in adaptation, new video game adaptation coming out in production. Mm-hmm. Um, Big news, big news. We haven't touched on it. So just just the movie, your thoughts on the movie as a whole. So there's a lot of aspects to go in here. First, it's coming from Illumination. Kind of a, you know. Yeah, they're be. pretty good yeah, animated. Could be. Past. Yeah, but the movies usually suck. Um, other thing is, who is writing and directing is, well, written by Matthew Fogel. I don't know who that is, but directed by Aaron Horvath, who does Teen Titans Go. I don't know if you've seen the uh, show or the movie. Teen Titans Go, not <laughs> yeah. Teen Titans. Teen, Teen Titans, Titans Go. Go, a lot of people love that. Teen Titans Go, yeah. Have you ever seen it? I've yeah, watched but, it. Okay. To be fair, I just hated on it because I love Teen Titans. Yeah, exactly. But you have Teen to you have but to totally was, dissociate. Yeah, but it, it wasn't bad. No. It's meant to be yeah. a comedic kids yes, show. Yes, yes, yes. And the comedy in it is actually pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty clever. Yeah. The movie wasn't bad either. Yeah, I just wanted more Teen Titans. I was really disappointed yes, by what yes, it was. Yes, yes, yes. As everybody else. Yes, but yes. take it out for face value, pretty great. And then you have the cast. Annie Taylor Joy is Peach. Chris Pratt is Mario. Oh, yeah. Charlie yeah. Day is oh, Luigi. Okay, yeah. Jack Black is Bowser, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong, 
Gigamuckle Key as Toad. Oh my god. Yeah. So we are talking about the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. What do you guys think? Are you hyped for this? Is this I, a come or is this a dumb? I literally have like no idea what to think of this movie because like okay. If if they don't try to do the voices of the characters, yeah, I'm I'm I wanna watch this movie. I do wanna watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care. Sonic surprised me. Yeah. Sonic might be one of the best video game movies ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Low bar, but so, but see the difference with Sonic versus Mario. Sonic always had a voice, so like, and a lot of source material for that to draw from. Mario's "It's a Me, Mario." Huh? And the old, the movie for Mario before was terrible, right? The, from the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do have an. There is an animated show too. I think where don't they talk in do that? They? I've never I think seen they it. Do. I mean, they, they did when we were little. They had an animated one. Yeah, because I have the. Uh, I, have no I actually idea. have the Legend of Zelda animated series in a box set. And it has it's interspliced with clips from the Mario show because that's where that originated from. Like there was like an animated universe of Nintendo property. We watched it when we were little. I don't remember the voices though. Yeah, but so, like so like it's just hard to picture Chris Pratt's voice coming from Mario. So how do you think they're gonna do it? Do you think I it's think gonna, gonna be gonna like regular? I think they're just gonna talk regularly. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, me too. But do you think they're gonna? I don't know. I don't, I cannot even envision what this movie looks like. How do you like. have Mario without the accent, though? It's going to be so jarring. What is it going to look like? Is it going to be like kind of a joke a name, thing where it's literally Chris Pratt dressed as Mario and they're like stuck in Mario world? No, he's just voice. He's just the voice of Mario. It's animated. Yeah. And it's going to look yeah, like Mario? Yeah, it's Illumination, so it's going to be... I think it's going to be... Well, the thing is, like, what style is Aaron Horvath going to bring to it? Because it's not going to look like... It's not going to look like Despicable Me. It's not going to look like The Grinch. So what... Is it going to look like Sonic? Well, Sonic was... Or Pikachu. Was Detective Real Pikachu. World. Yeah. No, I think Detective Pikachu is like too uncanny valley. I don't think they're going to go down that route. That wouldn't work for Mario because they're human-like. Yeah. And the, he was a furry animal. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like, cause I don't... The I Teen, Titan, Teen Titans this. Go is 2D animation, but Super it's... Super stylized. But it's, yeah, it's also super stylized where everything's disproportionate, you know, like a lot of animated things it's are. It's like but. an anime-inspired, but so <laughs> but not in the way that, like, was serious with Teen Titans. Yeah. I have literally no idea what to expect this movie to look like. I want to watch Armisen's it, Fred Armisen's in it, too. Yep, he is. I like who's involved. Like, the, the like So the you have who's involved, involved, but then you have video game a bad history with video game movies and Especially Mario. a i mean this is based on opinion but illumination not putting out the best movies in general i like despicable me okay what about two three minions uh, the lorax one. the grinch <laughs> i mean i watched a lot of those uh in the past because of you know watching mm. them with kids but i think i've only seen they're not very me, good maybe one and two I didn't see anything else. Minions or any of those. Yeah. And none of those other movies you said. Secret Life of Pets was good. Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't expect... Also, the Sing. Sec- did they do the Sing? To that. Sing was really good. I didn't good. watch Sing either. I heard Sing was bad. I've never seen oh, it. Oh, I liked Sing. Oh. I don't, I don't have, like, literally... I'm cautious like i don't think this is going to be a good movie but i think it could be fun so you're going dumb yeah dumb i'm, I'm gonna be optimistic i want to go come 
I'm gonna come. Me too. Only because of Aaron Horvath. I think I think with him behind this, it could be something different and special. I think what I would like to see is a style similar to uh Mitchell's versus Machines. That would be lit. But with with like that like you could see like coins and shit like popping up, you know, like out of objects that they're running into or hitting. Like so much of that style was you know, like uh exaggerated like her drawings and shit, like her, you know, yeah, like paper mache almost like yeah, that movie you know what I'm saying? Was like, awesome. That was that good. style. Yeah, I'm going to say it's dumb, but I would like to be surprised. I just, I think with Teen Titan Go's humor. I'm not excited for it or looking forward to it, but I'm going to watch it. Think yeah. about the. His, I think as long as the studio doesn't get in his way. His humor with the fact that Seth Rogen, Chris Pratt, Jack Black, Fred Armisen, mm-hmm. all funny people. Mm-hmm. and Charlie Day? Charlie Day, yeah. Who's a voice is kind of annoying. He's great. Yeah, he's funny, but I, his voice is kind of annoying. Um, and that I don't know about Anya Taylor yeah, Joy. They're just I love the yeah, act- but she's Peach. She's right. Like she doesn't have to be funny. I love the actors involved. Jack Black's Bowser. Yeah, see, this has That's a lot. Funny. It does have potential. <laughs> it's gonna be good. It does have potential. I'm gonna yeah. I like. It's just I cannot imagine I just, what this movie will be like at all. That's another reason why I wanted to bring it up because I think I see so many people shitting on it and hating on it because it's Illumination because it's a video game adaptation and one that's already been adapted and failed miserably with the live action, of course. But nobody's talking about the fact that Aaron Horvath is a co-director for sure. Like, hopefully he's like the main mind behind it. But I just think I have so much I mean, faith this, in that alone. This isn't Disney, so I feel like... Maybe they'll give him more freedom to work with it. Yeah. I mean, Teen Titan Go so. was successful, and the clearly there's money behind this. Yeah. <laughs> it's short, too. If you ever, uh, if you really are looking for something like scratching the bottom of the barrel, watch Teen Titans Go the movie. It's not bad. It's got like a 70 or 69 meta score. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, it's not like going to blow you away. I think I have it like at a seven, but I expect super this, easy to watch and enjoy. I expect this movie to be around uh, three. Ouch. Do a three and a half. I'm pre-watching it a six out of five. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that wraps up the show. Time. <laughs> Next week we have Halloween Kills and The Last Duel. Jacob will not be here. We are anticipating a special guest, our friend Matt from uh, Cinephiles Digest. So look forward to that. If you have a question or comment, you can send us an email at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Suds and Cinema Podcast. I'm on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I am on both of those. That's JSAL five one seven. That's JSAL five one seven. That's JSAL five one seven. Let's do that. That's I'm on both of those. That's JSAL five one seven. I work today. I'm tired. That's JSAL five one seven. And I'm on both platforms at Joshua Saldana. That is Joshua Saldana. No, just kidding. Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Hopefully that's not the first time someone's looking for you. They put that in. Yeah. Uh, All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys.